Welcome to episode 173 of the Thunder Underground podcast. Trent's here. Jason's here. We're ready to do this. Let's do it. You know who else is here? Nine from Dead Metal Society. Nice. And Scott Squires from Down for Five slash Rocket Science. Yes. Good. The f- we've mentioned this before. The first band we ever had on as an interview was Scott and Jana from yes. Down for Five and Rocket Science. That was episode seven. And then shortly after that, Nine joined us on episode nine, nine yes. coincidentally. That's right. Nine months, nine days, and nine hours ago to the date. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. Oh, it was like man. two and a half years ago. Yeah, I know it was, yeah. <laughs> but, so it's very cool to have both of them back. They're here on this episode, of course, because this is Rocklahoma Week. Yes. And both of them are playing. We're going to play some music from both of them, and we're going to talk about Rocklahoma here before we get into all that. But another thing to point out is, this is our third year anniversary week. I sprung that on you. It is, isn't it? Wow. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Same to you. Yeah, Yeah. the first first two episodes we did were the week before Rocklahoma. That's right. uh, In 2015. Yes. So here we are, a full three years, and I know we've got tons of people that we know from Rocklahoma that listen to this thing, so thank you to all for keeping us going. And if you want to help keep us going, Patreon.com. That's right. Search Thunder Underground. Jason used the money to buy Swedish Fish. Yes. That's a new thing. No. Listen to the Tommy Victor episode last week and you'll find all about... You'll figure out what we're talking about. The Swedish Fish. Yes. I think Sprout's onto it too. He mentioned that the other day on Facebook. Love it. Before we get into this, we need to let you know that this episode and every episode is sponsored by DEB Concerts and Vitz Screen Printing. DEB Concerts is a local promoter to us here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They bring in a lot of shows in the 80s rock vein. They brought in bands like Dockin', Winger, Warrant, L.A. Guns, Firehouse, Tom Kiefer. Lots of great shows we've been out at. Most of the shows, they partner up with the Ideal Ballroom. And most of the shows as well, Eddie Trunk hosts these things. And I believe the shows coming up here at the Ideal Ballroom, Eddie Trunk is hosting these as well. We've got Striper coming up May 30th, which is next Wednesday. Driver is opening up that show. Driver's a great band out of the Tulsa area, and Striper's a phenomenal live act. So get out there, check that out. Eddie Trunk hosting that as well. Then later in the summer, July 26th, Steelheart is returning to Tulsa to play Safari Joe's H2O Water Park. That's going to be fantastic because Steelheart never disappoints. One of the greatest voices in rock and roll. A couple days after that, back at the Ideal Ballroom, Bisto Blanco, which features Chuck Garrick, Alice Cooper's bass player. This is his band that he has along with Calico Cooper, Alice's daughter, and Driver and Down for Five are opening this show, and this show is 100% free. DEB is doing this as a thank you to everybody for supporting all their other shows. And then later in the summer, August 18th, we've got Faster Pussycat coming with Don Jameson doing his comedy. That's also hosted by Eddie Trunk. And Dead Metal Society, who we're going to talk a lot about here in a bit, is opening that show. So lots of great shows coming from DEB. We thank them for their sponsorship. DNB Processing is another company owned by the same guy, and he is sponsoring Rocklahoma, the retrospect stage, which both Dead Metal Society and Down for Five, who we're going to be talking to here in a bit, are playing that stage, the DNB Processing Retrospect stage out of Rocklahoma. 
So get over there and support those bands and all the bands that play that stage because there's always some fantastic bands that Sam from Retrospect brings in from all over the world. You don't want to miss that. Like I mentioned, Vitz Screen Printing, screen printer out of Oklahoma City. They specialize in all kinds of stuff, but one of the things they do is a lot of band t-shirts. That's how we hooked up with them because they do our t-shirts. We got brand new t-shirts in from them now. Get on our website, The Thunder Underground, and check those out. If you've got a band or you just have any reason to need screen printing, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, all that great stuff, hit these guys up. They do great work. They're great people. Eric Smith and his crew are always great to us anytime we see them out and anytime we've worked with them with these t-shirts as well. That's V-I-T-S, screen printing. Look them up on Facebook, find their website, order something from them. And I forgot to mention earlier about DEB. Get on Facebook and follow Streets Gone Wild. That's where they update everything. All right, so, Rocklahoma, you ready? Let's, yeah, I mean. No, man, are you ready for Rocklahoma? Oh, am I? Personally. No, okay. no. <laughs> I, I've gotten about half ready. The rest of it will be done the night before. Okay. <laughs> as usual. Are you mentally ready, though? Um, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think I'm, I'm, I'm mentally ready. Physically, I'm doing better than I did last year, so I <laughs> think it'll be a better year. So I think it'll be a good time. Yeah. It's always been a good time. Yes, yeah, it's always been. It's never been a bad time. And I think uh, for the last few weeks, Bill Ray has been posting a meme every day telling you how much time's left yes. until the campground's open, so yep. that's kind of got me mentally going. That's right, and getting ready, yeah. And, you know, people are out there right now. Yeah, we're, this here's, you know, the beginning of the week, but Rocklahoma Campground actually opens at noon on Sunday. And there's a group of people, a contingent of people, we know a good majority of them, yes. that go out there Saturday night and, you know, park their RVs, campers, trucks, whatever, out in front of the gates and party one night just in front of the gates. <laughs> and then at noon, you can roll in there, set up camp and keep going. You got, what's that, four, four full days of just hanging out camping until the music starts on Thursday. You know, I've... Almost every year I've gone out there Wednesday. The last couple of years we've gone out there Tuesday. Yeah. I think you're going out there early Thursday, right? Thursday, so, yeah. But I mean, regardless of, as long as you're there by Thursday, you get the bulk of everything that yes. Rocklahoma has to offer. But yes. it's always cool to get out there a little bit early because then you just got time to hang out with people and have to worry about where you're going to see. It's just more of a hang out and camp type thing, right? Yep. Yeah, it is. Which, you know, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If if you're able to do it. Yeah. Um, do we want to just rattle? I mean, we were trying to think of, you know, because in the past we've done these Rocklahoma reviews where yeah. we've basically just went through the whole lineup and mentioned, yeah, yeah. can't wait to see this band or like, oh, I don't care about Godsmack or whatever. <laughs> this year it's kind of like we're going to mention these bands playing the campground stages and the yes. access stage and then everybody knows who's playing the main stage and the River Spirit stage. Yeah, so, you know, hey. You know, we'll talk about that on a review of yes. who we saw and how Seven Dust blew everybody's ass away. Definitely. And how Tom Kiefer is, even everybody knows who he is, he's still one of the most underrated humans exactly. in the music. You know, just all this kind of shit that we already know because it's been proven out there before. Yes, exactly. How Jason completely fell in love with a perfect circle oh once he God. got out there and had some liquor in him. And saw Maynard's beautiful image back against the back, you know, riser or whatever. 
No. no. Okay. No. You're 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 the mainer guy, right? You love tool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> One day, probably twenty years ago now. Was this nineteen ninety eight, ninety? I don't know what year it was. But Motorhead and Tool were playing at the same time. You got to bring this up, don't you? You fucking jerk off. And I'm going to see Motorhead. I don't care. This was at Ozfest. Whenever they didn't stagger times, they had bands playing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And Jason here is like, I'm seeing Tool. Fuck you. And then to this day now, he regrets that decision. I do. I do. I really do. Nothing against Tool. He but... saw Motorhead a few other times, so it's not a yeah, total they put loss. On, they put on a great show. Uh, it's just I, I kind of got over Tool really quick. Right. You know, and looking back on it, I really wish because you know you got to meet Lemmy. He was out there. Yeah, that well, that was the main everybody. thing. That's so the, I can't yeah. fucking believe I fucking yeah, big, one of the biggest regrets. <laughs> well, like yeah. I don't dislike Tool. I just no, yeah, I don't. I don't either. It's I kind of like great. Deftones and other bands where they're good, but it just kind of doesn't do much for me. You know? Yeah, yeah. And Perfect Circle, actually, back when their first album came out, I liked that more than I liked Tool. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. It's just, it just sounds like a lighter version of Tool, mm-hmm. but yeah. for a lot of the stuff, I guess. But anyway, how did we get off on the I don't know two minute long Maynard kick? But... I don't know. <laughs> let's kind of rein it back in. Yeah. Well, let's. Well, I don't know how we're gonna if we're gonna go in order here or what. We can talk about. Yeah, let's talk about this uh, Maryland's Midnight Mayhem stage. Okay. And, you know, I'm, I may be crazy. Yesterday, I kind of dug through Facebook and couldn't find a actual breakdown of what's happening each day. Really? But I found their list of all the bands that yeah. are playing. So, I feel bad because I can't really say, hey, this is who's playing Thursday and the other nights. But Maryland's Midnight Mayhem, this is the first year that this is going on. Mm-hmm. Camp Yeager has been holding down the VIP camp stage for years and years. And they decided to... Not do it again this year, so someone had to fill the void, and Maryland's Midnight Mayhem is actually, does it say on here, where's it at? Fuck, I didn't write that down either, I'm horrible. No, it's JV uh, 12, 16, something around there, I think. It's like, if you know it's where not, Camp Yeager is, yeah, it's, it's directly behind them. from where Camp Yeager was. Yeah, just yeah. a few spots back. Mm. And Maryland, who put this thing together... Her name, the namesake of this, we need to throw a shout out. She's currently in the hospital. Yeah. Not going to be able to make Rocklahoma. So best wishes to her. But this is a pretty strong list of bands here. Yeah. We've got Hillbilly Orchestra, Scorned, who, speaking of, this will be one of their final shows as far as we know at the time being. They mentioned this past weekend that I guess they didn't really say that they're calling it quits. They just said an indefinite hiatus, maybe. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Cody's fully into music, you know, so I'm sure he'll be doing oh, something yeah, else. He'll do something. We know you know, Jay's we going know. off to um, do some other stuff outside of music. But this, is, you know, is a great band, so get out there and see them. Mm-hmm. I know they're doing a couple other shows, I think, this summer before they finally stop. But So get over there and check out Scorned. We also got Gun Hill, Black Star Republic, Empty Rain, Switchback. Oh, yeah. We've seen switch back a number of times, even out there, Rocklahoma. These guys are, these guys are the quintessential Rocklahoma style band. Yes, you know they definitely. No matter what kind of heavy rock you like, they kind of lean those both ways, so you can, you can get into these guys for sure. And they're playing Thunder Underground Fest this October. Yes, that's awesome. More about that 
later. Of course. Or another day. <laughs> Judgmental blackout from day one. Perseus. Perseus. Did we play them once? They they oh. played that Dylan Rock or at the Diamond Ballroom that um, did a less than human one to open up Catfest. Remember oh, that? Yeah. yeah. I have not seen them live, but I've no. listened to them and they're good. We got one hundred thousand shotgun rebellion. Fist of Rage. Oh, yeah. Our buddies, our friends. We, we can't our, wait. Our confidants and Fist of Rage. <laughs> You're going to get all golden girls on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this will be their first show without Josh behind the kit. I know. Yeah. I know. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be different. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good. And we got House of Curses, and we got Trip Six. Yes. And if you're not familiar with Trip Six, this is Paul London from London's Dungeon. We know London's Dungeon was a fixture at some early Rocklahomas. Yes. And they were great, so I can't imagine that this will not be great as well. That's right. But all this goes on. There's going to be shows Thursday during the pre-party day, and then every night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, okay. after basically how all these stages are, as soon as the headliners end on the main stage, the campgrounds kick off. Start up, yeah. Okay. What else we got going on? Oh, man. I put this on you. You're where, up. <laughs> where do you want to go next? We got a few different ones. There's, Let's go to the dark side. Yeah, the dark side stages. Stage. Yeah. Pull out our trusted with, with the paper. Yes. The uh, <laughs> the dark side pre-party is May 24th. Right. That'd be the Thursday, right? Yeah. And this is, I mean, if you want to get it started early, this is your place to go. That's for sure. Yeah. I know, I know a few... I don't know what's going on this year as far as what I just talked about in Maryland stage, but the uh, past years at Camp Yeager, they would team up with Sam from Retrospect yes. and do their pre-party day. <clears throat> and his would always start the same thing, two or three, and I don't mm. know if they're Maryland's Mayhem's doing that or not, but the dark side's starting at 3.30 is when they kick off. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that real quick, just mention Chris Taylor from Dark Side Stage, DMG Productions. He was on this podcast actually around this time last yes, year. Yes, last year. I think it was right before Rocklahoma. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Great dude. Very passionate about what he does. You know, he's became a friend of ours throughout this as well. He came over the time that Crane Technique recorded oh, yes. their podcast yep. here at the house. And <clears throat> This is the third year that Dark Stage has been out there. Dark Stage. The Dark Side Stage. <laughs> and every year, I mean, we haven't seen him this year, but we can only imagine. Yeah. They've just, they've grown exponentially the past two years. Yeah, they put a lot of hard work into this. <clears throat> yeah, they got a huge crew over there, you know, that help them out. You know, Heather Bond does a lot. Sean Fate runs the sound. I know there's just tons of people out there that yeah do a ton of stuff for this. But so, yeah, the first day, I know if you get over there by 3.30, they've got sampler CDs for all the bands they're playing. And uh, some other swag, I think. But that stuff's limited, so get your ass over there. That's right. Get some free stuff. And then they're doing a Rock On To Heaven thing where they kind of do a tribute to a lot of the people that have come to Rocklahoma throughout the years that, you know, have unfortunately passed on and other people's family members. Just kind of a, you know, whoever you want to throw a tribute to, they've kind of got that set up going on. But at 4 p.m., how's this kicking off? Solidify. Yeah. Which is awesome because these guys kick ass. Yeah. So I, you got to be there for that. Yeah, out of Fort Smith, Arkansas. Guess what they're playing? 
Thunder Underground Fest. That, that's right. <laughs> there's there's that Thunder Underground Fest again. I like it. There's a plug for you. <laughs> Solidify, strong as hell, heavy rock, 4 p.m. If you want your party started, that's a good way to fucking do it. That's right. And then here we go. Switchback again at 5 p.m. They're playing both stages, and they deserve to. Yes. They're fucking switchback. Yeah, they do. They also from Arkansas, ass. and also guess what? They're playing Thunder Underground. That's Fest right. In they October do. at the Shrine. In exactly. <laughs> One Nation Under, Killing, Killing Tyranny, Fist of Rage, who we mentioned earlier. That's right. They're playing both stages as well. Yep. Poetry Thieves, Farewell to Fear, Crashing Atlas, Abstract Manor, Kuza Black and Sin City, Waking the Sleeper, and Motherfucking Grind. Grind at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. If you're... It's going to be... Th- well, by then, that's Friday morning, but we're going to call this yep. Thursday Night Diver. Because <laughs> <laughs> at 3 a.m., I know that CJ will hold his shit together, Brian, JD, but Dell at 3 a.m., I'm a little worried about <laughs> Dale, are you listening? No, I'm already worried. No, I know that he, he'll put on a show, and he's a consummate fucking front man, <laughs> a great fucking dude. But I just can't imagine that this dude's not going to be fucking rocking out until 3 a.m. Yeah. That'll be a sight to see, my friends. But the question is, at 3 a.m., are you going to be able to pull yourself together to get back to dark That's side? what I was, I was going to ask you. <laughs> I was going to ask you. Because we, okay, look, we know we want to see Solidify and Switch back. So we're going to be there. But, to I kick mean, it off. Yes. But then but, you got to go around to other stages. Yeah, then you, you never know where the night takes you. Are you going to be, I mean, at 3 a.m., that's a long goddamn walk. Yeah. So I'm asking you, what state do you think you'll be in? I don't have a clue. <laughs> so, yeah, but, I mean. It, 3 a.m. on last year's pre-party, you were already asleep because you remember <laughs> that, you, you remember we when we did the interview with, uh. Sniper and Sam from yeah. uh, 3D in Your Face, yeah. Midnight Devils. After Rocklahoma, they're like, yeah, we saw you Thursday night at like 1 in the morning. You're like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And that's like yeah. the last you saw them or something. <laughs> they were, yeah, they were like, they were like, you weren't looking too good. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> the, well, it, last year was a little bit of a rough year for me. We don't need to get all into it, but it was kind of rough. But yeah, yeah so... And you know what? I make no promises any fucking way. No one should. I mean, we none of us know how, what state we're going to be in at 3 a.m., you know? That's right. So uh, I fucking hope I'm awake. But if I'm not, I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> well, basically 4 p.m. to 4 a.m., you got the dark side do. stage is raining, running, yeah. raining, running. So there's music pretty much at all times, you know, Yep. throughout the night's. At this stuff. We've got kind of running in through their other nights. The other three nights, kind of like we said about the other stages. Right after the main stage ends, Dark Side's going to have three bands each night. Each night, yeah. First night, Friday night, they've got Blackthorn Elite kicking the thing off. I've not seen these guys, but I've, I've read tons of stuff about how great these guys are and i've seen a lot I of hype heard good things i have a koozie do you yeah so have you seen them or how'd you no come across no that? no melissa gave it to me oh okay she's seen them okay cool but i mean they're supposed to be really good so well, then we've got zam trip and red devil lies red devil lives man fucking a. yeah that, they're great they're awesome yeah glad these guys are back together they're yes. actually i believe scheduled to play last year before they split up 
and as far as I know, I don't know at what point they got back together, but really glad to see that they're going to be out here Friday night. Yep. At dark side. And I think I just got to say Zam trip and, uh, Kuza black and sin city are probably the best names in the world. <laughs> best right. Names in the world. <laughs> Flashback flash. Yes. I love that name. I need that, to check these guys out. Who, who knows that yeah. could go a million different ways. You know, the buds and then at two thirty AM on Saturday night, when you're, Deep into fucking rock and roll. Deep into the heart of Rocklahoma. I mean, she the serpent is going to hit the stage and holy, knock you out on your fucking Holy ass. shit. I just got three words. Fuck Kyle Williams. Okay? <laughs> That's right. No, ju- just kidding, but not let's, really. Let's say, right. <laughs> let's he, say he knows this. what we mean. But this fuck, that song you sent me, motherfucker. Kyle Williams has never fucked around when it comes to his music. No, he fucking does not. Smoke offering, forever in disgust. Now he's got She the Serpent. Yes. And Dude, that shit he sent is us nuts, a he man. sent us a new track that he hasn't released yet. And I'm just like, man, if this is any indication, man, you knew it was gonna be good, but yep. it just knocked you on your fucking Dude, ass. Dude, I shat myself. <laughs> I mean it just flew out. I had no control. Right. It was nuts. That that song that that song fucking ruled. So I'm sure here in the next few weeks we might be bringing that to you if he, yes. if he lets us. I um, hope so. Then the final night, Sunday night. Dark Side's bringing Bishop, which features the singer of Caliber Theory. Mm-hmm. We saw these guys at the Shrine last year, a year before. Great band, so I imagine what he's doing here with Bishop is great as well. They've got Out of Sync, Out of Tulsa, and Silent Ire closing this bad boy out. Nice. And all these Dark Side, the stage is brought to you by Rock Rage Radio, which Chris Taylor has a show on there as well. Yes. So check that out every Saturday. And thanks also to him check out LaDonna Huff yes. while you're doing that. She's got banging with misbehaving, same right or right after Chris. She does a daily show. But like you said, yeah. Well, thanks to both of them and all the Dark Side crew for always promoting our shit as well. Yes. You know, they've and, been, and putting in all this work for all these bands. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, to put on something of just this magnitude that like Dark Side or yeah. Merlin's Mayhem is doing, you know, this isn't Rocklahoma's not putting this together, setting no. it up and doing it. This is not like the official stage insider. Axis is the only official Rocklahoma thing outside the camera. Yes. And these other ones, you know, obviously they're approved sanctioned stages, but everything that happens there has to be done by whoever you get to do it with you. So That's right. It, there's a lot of blood, sweat, tears, and fucking money that goes into this. Yeah. So go support these stages for sure. Yeah. And, you know, all these bands have... Swag, merch. Actually, you're not supposed to sell shit in the campgrounds, but I'm sure if you walked up to someone and said, I would like to donate 10 bucks to your band, they would probably give you something. Yes. Donations. Yeah. Donations. Yes. We accept donations as well because we have brand new Thunder <laughs> Underground t shirts. We're finally into the mode of black, like metal should be, I guess. I know. What, why did it take us so long? <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to be different with those dark gray ones, but. Which are, I, I like yeah. them, so. <laughs> We've also got Thunder Underground koozies and stickers and bracelets. If you see me or Jason out there anytime, yep. we'll have bracelets or stickers in our pocket for sure and give you one. Yep. But if you want koozie or t-shirt, you know, hit us up at our campsite. That's right. That's right. You'll see our big ass eight foot banner. Can't miss it. On row A and VIP, A11. So come by, check us out. Okay. Getting into Axis. I'm sure this paper shit sounds real good on the podcast. It's all right. <laughs> It it's, makes it sound more official. It's, it's either that or like the ice it. clinking around in the jars. Stack oh, yeah. In <laughs> the glasses. <laughs> well, Thursday's uh, pre-party at Axis, we've got 
Wither kicking this thing off out of Tulsa. Great fucking band. Yeah. We've seen them a couple times. Really strong live band. We've got Honor Amongst Thieves. This kicks off at 6 p.m., by the way. Yes. So you've got definitely got time to check out Dark Side before you get over here if, you, if you're interested in some of these bands as well. Then Ryder at 740 coming all the way from freaking New York City. I know, that's badass. We played one of their tracks a couple months ago. They've got a new live EP out and just a strong rock and roll band. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing these guys. 8.30 p.m. Weston Horn in the Hush. Weston Horn's formerly of our buddies the Normandies. Yes. And Weston Horn in the Hush is, you know, one of those bands that you just, you're, you're seeing their name everywhere. They're kind of on the upswing for yeah, sure. Yeah, they're kind of killing it, you yeah. know. Then we've got One Step from Falling, Save the Hero, Getting Late into the Night, 11.20, As Above, So Below. Yes. If you're not familiar with this band, this is C.J. Pierce from Drowning Pool. That's right. Along with his brother, they've got this band. He talks a little bit about it when he was on the podcast. Man, I didn't look up the number, but it's been about a year and a half, two years ago now. Yeah. Dark Avenue at 12.20. <laughs> I checked out their recent work just yes. a while back because on the... Um, recommendation of Jason Carroll. Yeah. Great band. And nice. then Screaming for Silence, closing that thing out. Then just getting into the other days real quick. Everyday Axis kicks off at, at noon. Yes. And they run until about three, which is when the main stage and the side stage kick off inside the festival. And so every day you've got music basically going from 12 p.m. to 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. between all these stages. So if you're out there and you don't see something you like, you're an asshole. You know, <laughs> Trent's just gonna lay it out there right. for you. If you don't, if you don't see something, you're you're, you're a dick. Yeah. Okay, so Friday at noon, Dirty Boulevard out of Kansas City kicks this thing off. Features the drummer formerly of Drek. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me that. Yeah. Dirty Soul Revival. Holy shit. At twelve fifty, we played these guys. A, you know, a few weeks ago. They're great. Yeah, their CD is just fucking fantastic. Yeah, it just is. great it really southern is. rock, blues rock, whatever you want to call finish. it. This is a band that, like, I highly, you know, recommend everybody see. 12.50 in the afternoon, mm-hmm. just some good fucking rock and roll before you get in there. Yep. And get your ass kicked by Seven Dust and Trivium and all that stuff. <laughs> then we got City of the Week and Framing the Red closing us out. Yep. Framing the Red has a big following, so I'm sure that place will be packed. Yeah. I don't think Jamie Welch will be there, but no, you never know. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> That was, the, those are the two of the biggest, that was like one of the biggest shit-talking episodes, that and Saxon. That's right. You know? Anvil. Oh, yeah, Anvil, no shit. <laughs> yeah. And, well, <laughs> that night after the main stage closes down, Axis has, has Kill, Kill Set, Silent Theory, and Dead Horse Trauma, which I love that name as well. Yes, yeah. And, uh, but before we... Jump away from Friday, just to mention the An- retro... Anvil, sorry. I just, that keeps, that, that makes me laugh. <laughs> Joey Belladonna's, he's, he is Anthrax, okay. Yeah. Okay, anyway, sorry. They don't need Charlie. Yeah, they don't need Charlie. What are you talking about? He, he didn't write everything. Anything. He didn't, yeah. yeah. The fuck? <laughs> oh my God, fucking bonkers. <laughs> okay, sorry, Saturday. Okay, no, well first, <laughs> the, re- the retrospect on Friday, we need to mention. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Um... Without going into all the other stages, we've got early on in this thing at 5.10, 5 p.m., I think, down for five. Oh, yeah. Who we're about here to talk to and play here in a minute. He's playing Retrospect, and this is, like we'll probably tell you here and again in a bit, 
you don't want to miss these guys. No. They're no. back for the first time in several years. They've played a few shows over the last couple months, a few months. Very glad to see them back. They played the very first Rocklahoma. They played another time out in uh, Camp Yeager. Yes. I'm now <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. So what are you going to do? They're kind of playing at the same time as Soil. How are you, you going to half that up? Yeah. I thought, well, see, with a lot of people, you, you know, you could probably go one way or the other with me. You know, yeah. I love both these bands, so I'll probably... It's not a hard jaunt between the two. I might no. just do a half on both, you know? There you go. Hey, I'm all down for five, baby. Yeah. Well, we've got Cadoc Resemblance. First Strike is back. Yes. Mike DiPetrillo's back behind the kit. The first time with them in a while. Great fucking band. Yes. I know Kevin Graham said that's his number one band on his list of all these bands to check out. Oscar, who is fucking amazing oh, as man, well. Oh, they're so good. They're like, they're like classic fucking power metal. Yeah. You know, like they, you get that that old school, like, like it's nineteen eighty five. Yes, like rainbowy kind of feel. Oh yeah, Dio ish kind of feel. Yeah. And then Midnight Devils. Oh man, I can't wait. Who? Man, you know what? They're just yeah, just one of the best live shows. So much energy, passion put into that. If you are in Tulsa, that's right. Wednesday, which I think is the twenty third, Midnight Devils are playing Ten Dog Saloon. That's right. On Harvard? Yeah. 31st, 41st, somewhere in there. Yeah, they... So... They're they're out of Omaha, Nebraska, shit. and they're doing a tour down to Rocklahoma. And I believe, yeah, Tulsa's the final stop before yeah. they come out. So, if you see Sniper, or you see Sam walking around out there, you can't miss him. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. They are fucking rock and roll to, a, to the T. They sure are. And they're great dudes as well. Have been on this podcast a couple times, and even though I said I wasn't going to mention it, <laughs> Friday inside the thing, this span of music from three thirty to like six, when you've got in a row, you've got Trivium, Andrew WK, Seven Dust, Soil, and Down for Five, all in order. Yep. That's like the best block on this whole. Yeah, I know thing. it is. It really is. And then Yellow Wolf for you later on. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Getting into Saturday, kicking off Texas. Hey, Yellow Wolf has a place. People talk shit. I don't want to give a fuck. Oh yeah, you know it doesn't it, bother me. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. Machine Gun Kelly and Yellow Wolf are at these rock festivals. No, you know, it, there's a wide age thing going on, and yeah, yeah. If you don't like it, just fucking don't go see yeah. it. You don't have to bitch about it. There's someone else playing that you probably will. Yep, like. Yep, exactly. Noon and on Saturday at Axis, Stanley's Revenge kicks this thing off. We played their brand new song last week. That's right. Fucking a fire great. breather. Yeah. Great band out of Pryor. Yes. They got to go just a few miles to make it to this festival. I know. Then we've got St. Monroe, Renegades, and the Mighty Duel. Duel. Holy fuck, man. Can you imagine Duel at 1.40 in the afternoon? That's going to be great. These guys, yeah, out of Austin, Texas. Yep. It's just classic fucking, like you said, it sounds like 1971. Yes. <clears throat> and they were great. That night, Maple Run. Man, I don't even know how to say that one band. The Mansion? The Mansion. Yeah. Let's just make work. Hollow Point. I checked them out a while back. Pretty good stuff. <clears throat> and Dead Metal Society, who we're going to talk to yeah. here in a bit, is closing out at midnight on the retrospect stage. But we've also got Troy, War of Thrones, Black, fucking Mighty Black Torah. There you go. This is the 12th Rocklahoma, and I think they've played nine or ten of them, yeah. and that's just a band that more people need to know about. Then Sunday on the Axis stage, kicking that thing off, Bringer, Jenny Wood, Oddfellas, and the Grizzly Band. Mm-hmm. 
And as you can tell from those bands, I've noticed, I think over the last several years, Axis has always done Sunday a little more laid back. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're early bands. Yeah. And, uh, you know, cause people are reaching that point, you know, where you kind of yeah. frazzled. So it's good to get over there and just have some, they're some good rock and roll. out, man. Yeah. Oddfellows, we played them a while back. Yes. Great stuff. Then Shallow Side rounds the thing out that night. Retrospect, we've got Coda Cutlass, Mind of Fury, Brilliant Lie, Heaven Sent, Davy Suicide, Love and Revenge. And at 6.35 in the middle of all that is Max Explosion. Yes. And kind of bummed they're on at the same time as Lynch Mob because, you know, those are the bands that... Usually these bands, when they play the same time, are totally different styles. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even though Lynch Mob is heavier than... Max Explosion, they fall in that same lane. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we had Chris McCarvel from Max Explosion on a while back. He's also the bass player for the band called Dockin, you yes, might have heard of. definitely. But this is a three-piece. The other two guys are in House of Lords. It's just great, good, melodic rock and roll. And also, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of Lynch Mob, fucking Robert Mason is on the vocals. Oh, is he? I thought he's going to do this show. Well, who'd you think was? That's well, I it. thought he was only going to do a few. I thought they got some other guy. Oh, I thought it was doing. I don't know. I just thought he was doing all the ones they had scheduled. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong, so disregard that. I don't know. Um, on the Davy Suicide thing, that might not be everybody's thing, but there's like a really cool kind of half hour. I, I don't know that it's a documentary he did, but it's just a video he put up with a lot of different like pictures and interviews about what he went through with a record label a while back, and it's just like really for bands. You know, if you're in, band, in a band, go watch it. You know, about all the trials and tribulations he went through. That's cool. Yeah, so it's definitely definitely an educational kind of thing. I'm sure, I don't know the official title of it, but I'm sure you could just search him on YouTube and find it. Yeah. And I just thought, <clears throat> I don't know, he's a little bit different style than a lot of the retrospect bands. Yeah, too, so. yeah. Kind of interesting yeah, to check that out. Yeah, it's kind of cool, yeah. But yeah, I mean, as far as the main stuff goes, you know, I'm looking forward to Tom Kiefer and Clutch. Oh, yeah. Um, Ghost. Yeah, of course. Seven Dust. Uh, of course, Poison. Yes, definitely. That's where my love began for yes, rock and roll exactly. back in the late 80s. That's and right. Who else we got? Like I said, Lynch Mob. <clears throat> um, Diamond Head. Yeah, Diamond Head's going to be a huge thing because yes. for those of you that aren't familiar with that, they're a new wave of British heavy metal that was one of the biggest influences on Metallica. Yes. And actually, for their songs, they will play will be songs that you've heard yes. in Metallica, especially Am I Evil? Yeah. yeah. I mean... You, you, it's electric. You're, you're going to go and watch this and be like, that's a Metallica song. <laughs> no, that's a Diamond Head song. Metallica <laughs> covered it. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're getting, a, they're getting a little bit more traction in the U.S. Um, because uh, Dave Mustaine and his son are helping them out. Oh, that's cool. They're managing them and stuff okay. like that. So that's why you, you kind of see them pop up on a lot of these festivals now, and which is a great <laughs> thing. They were scheduled last year, and they're one of the bands that got rained out yeah, Saturday night. blown away. And The Cult is another one of those bands. Yes, The Cult, yeah. no shit. Fantastic. This will be, I figured it out a while back. I think this is going to be the 12th time I see them. Which that's I, nice, just yeah. racking them up because yeah. Billy Duffy and Ian Astbury is one of the best duos in the history of rock and roll that's right that's right man that last show they did at the brady theater is fucking untouchable man oh yeah that was such a great show we've also got Candlebox, who kevin martin still sounds fucking flawless live and then probably my highlight of this whole thing cheap trick there you go who at when they played rocklahoma like three years ago or four years ago now that just 
blew me away how yeah. great these guys yeah, still are. The, yeah. I mean, when Corn's on the side of the stage watching your show. Yeah. I mean, what, what's what's that fucking tell you? Yeah. You know, you're schooling these guys. Right. <clears throat> well, let's get into this. Let's just play some music for you let's now. Let's do it. Down for five, like we mentioned, playing 5 p.m. <clears throat> on the retrospect stage on Friday. Scott, who we're about to talk to here in just a bit, he's the bass player for this band. But this is from their album Heroes and Devils, and it's the title track. <laughs>
Frozen Devils from Down for Five. Like I said, so glad these guys are back. Fantastic band. That's a fantastic album. And that's just a yeah. barn burner. Yeah, I can't wait to see these guys yeah. again. I love that that track, how you know Sykes' vocals are just off the fucking charts, you know. Yeah, yeah. I he's know. got like a he's got a Halford thing going yes. where he doesn't sound exactly like Halford, but he does the highs and the lows. Yeah, he's just got a menacing. great range. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and Jana is freaking insane. Yeah. yeah, their their voices really go well together. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah, she's on that as well. Singing. Yeah, and but yeah, just a great live band. You know, so glad to see these guys back in Oklahoma. They played the main stage the first year. We're going to talk about that here in a bit. Yeah, we also got a song coming up once this interview ends from the Dead Metal Society guys. But before we get into this, one of the you know one other thing I wanted to mention is besides all the shows, there's Tons of parties going on. If you're in any of these groups, you can look it up. But yeah. Friday night after, as soon as the main stage ends, Camp Mardi Gras has a huge party. They do it every year. That goes on. I believe they're like in the last spot on Roquet. Yeah. You can't miss it. They've got a freaking Mardi Gras flag that's flying like yeah. 50 feet in the air. You know, Christy Gross and Adam, you know, they put on a fucking party. So get over there. Check that out. We've got... Some other stuff going on. Rockloma bitches are everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know, Christy, you can't miss those guys. They're badass. And then Friday, it's at 1245, I believe, at Camp Yeager. They're doing this uh, undie run. The Naughty Mile, yes. In in honor of Jerry Willman, who passed away, unfortunately. And he was a fixture at Rockloma. I know. I believe he went to every single one of them, just like we did. Yeah. Because I saw him for years before we finally talked and yep. didn't really talk a whole lot until the last few years. And then, unfortunately, he had neurofibromatosis. I believe I'm saying that right. And he unfortunately passed away this past year. So, and he always did the Cupid undie run where you just do like a a run, you know, where you're wearing your underpants. Yeah. And, or your skivvies or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> you know, and that was his thing. And so, someone came up with the idea, let's do this to honor him. So that kicks off at Camp Yeager. I believe there's going to be a toast at 12:45. So get over there at 12:30 or so, and then everybody wears their undies and does a run um, from Camp Yeager across the bridge, right past our camp down Row A, and then you turn left and go up the the main street that runs That's through right. VIP, and it goes clear down into GA, and it ends at the dark side stage, and then as soon as this thing ends at like 1:30. Um, I mean, once the run ends, Agents of Chaos are kicking off on that stage. Yes. And Agents of Chaos played, I don't know, it was the last year, year before, and Kevin Graham got up on stage with him yeah. and sang some Metallica. Well, he's doing that again. I don't know if he's singing Metallica this year, but he's getting on stage with him again mm-hmm. at the you know at the finale of this run. So, yeah, get over there. If you're too shy to get in your underwear, still just go out there, support this thing. That's right. Naughty was one hell of a dude. And one of the fixtures of Rocklahoma. That's right. So, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, so don't miss that as well. And there's all kinds of other stuff going on. I saw someone's doing a cream pie. They're called Camp Cream Pie, and they're doing like a cream pie. Uh, not the kind you wish it would be, but actual Jesus pie contest. Christ, I knew you were going to fucking say something <laughs> like that. But, yeah, so many great people that we've met throughout the years and see every year. You know, we'll talk more about that on the review episode in another yes. week or so. But let's let's get into this because this is a good interview. Yes, it is. It is. We've got Scott Squires from Down for Five and Nine from Dead Metal Society. 
guess that would have been a good headline. Showers with Rob Halford. Yeah. <laughs> how about how about interview with Biff and the Buff? <laughs> <laughs> See our picture with little Elvis. <laughs> Where's that at? That's at the that Freedom Folds of Freedom uh, show that we played a week and a half ago and okay. brought up Broken Arrow. It was a trip, man. Was that guy just there, or was he like part of the? He was show? part of the show, and he and we had a. There was like it used to be somebody's property in Broken Arrow. They made a house, they made a park out of it, and there's a house that's now like the park's office or whatever. So they gave us that for the dressing room, and he just sat in a chair the whole time. Didn't really hardly say much. A little short guy, obviously. And uh, we, we got dressed and drank Jaeger, and he didn't say much. And finally, he just got up, and got went in there, and got dressed, and came out and took pictures with us. And then he went and performed before us like fifteen minutes, a medley of, of tunes. It was a trip. Oh, wow. it, was, it was pretty good, though. Did he have a band, or was it just singing? No, it was just him singing. Oh, okay. To take to, like, a recording or whatever, like, you know, right. music. Little Elvis. Little Elvis. He's got a one little Aussie. Yeah. That guy looks intense. A little kiss. A little yeah, kiss. Yeah, yeah. Little mini, kiss. Mini kiss. Yeah. Mini kiss. Mini kiss. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's cool. I'm surprised there's not a female kiss now. That since there is. They're called, they're called Pris. Oh really? Yeah, they, they were on the kiss. They're on. They were on. Uh, they played the kiss convention in the the last one where Vinnie Vincent showed up. Okay. They played. They played at that one. Ron Keel sang some songs with them. Yeah. They, <laughs> wow. they, sh- they should dress up like the the girls on the Love Gun. Man, Ron Keel still got a voice, man. <laughs> all the eighty singers. You got to hear Ron Keel. He could still hit all that. Oh shit, yeah. Man. Same at Rocklahoma. Well, he's yeah. on that. Um, uh, uh, the Hair I Go Again documentary helping that one band out. Is that where's that? Where can I find that documentary? It, I found it on Amazon, mm-hmm. and it's just like these some local band. Somehow they got Ron Kill to help them out, and he's coaching them, and he's singing. And like you said, that guy can sing like like nobody's fucking business. Well, here's something that's really trippy. So so back in the day before Keel, Ron had Ron Keel had the band Steeler. Yeah, and Ingve was in it, right. and this guy, this bass player named Rick Fox. And I've become friends with Rick Fox on Facebook and actually talked to him, uh, you know, about some shit. Told him about Dead Metal Society. He's like, that's a great name. All that. But, but um, um, it's a trip because I had some friends when I was 15 years old, man. And, and he, it was my, it was my friend's older brother and he had the Alcatraz album yeah. and he had the Steeler album. And I remember seeing that album and never once did I think, wow, in 30 years, there's going to be the internet. I'm going to be like talking to this guy kind of like <laughs> in a real, you know, but I mean, really, right. really cool shit. His interviews were really cool. He actually was the original Wasp member, yeah. came up with the name, mm-hmm. which Blackie won't say that he did. No, yeah, he <laughs> never admit that. He t- he's already told, he said Vinnie Vincent's a thief. He said Vinnie Vincent and the producer of one of their albums he worked with the producer before Vinnie Vincent did, and that producer fucking and Vinnie took part of one of his songs and made it and, and it ended up on the Vinnie Vincent second album. Part of it did, um, wow. but it's a trip. It's really cool talking to him, man. He's he's uh, it's, it's kind of a. But I was asking him like, how many of those how many of those Steeler songs became Keel songs? He's like, I don't know. Ron had a fucking bunch of great songs, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And now he's got a country album too, right? Yeah, he's done yeah. that for a while. Yeah, but actually, on the last on the last Kiss cruise, Keel played the Keel did, and it was it was cool. I watched it. I go to I sit and watch YouTube clips of all kinds of shit, man. I mean, I sit and watch some, the Beatles in the studio. This date and it has the date and it just has a bunch of shit of them in the studio. And I watch fucking those Kiss podcasts, those two and a half hour podcasts. I'll just fall asleep <laughs> listening to them and shit, man. You know. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, there there's no 
one single cause for me calling into work the next day than the YouTube wormhole. <laughs> I'll have another beer. Oh, whoa, what? Yeah. I've never seen this. Yeah. Yeah. Click on it. Next thing you know, it's one thirty, and <laughs> the, yeah. damn you, YouTube! Damn uh -huh. you! I always find cool shit. I like this guy called him Adam Lewu, and he used to be in a punk band called Gutter Mouth. And he's not—he's not in the band anymore. But what he has done is he's started. He goes all across the country, and and well, first he started in Hollywood. And he he was going to all these movie sites, like, and he'd go to different states, and they came here and shot where the Outsiders was, and UHF was shot. Yeah. Um, he went to the high school. He, he did a Fast Times one. It's like 15 minutes long. He went to fucking uh, wherever the Exorcist was shot and kind of, you know, takes you and shows you what it looks like now. And he puts the scene from the movie in and shows you the exact angle and shows you what it looks like now. But so he sold his fucking all his shit in his, in his condo and he bought a motorhome and he's now traveling across the country. And he did, he went to where Randy Rhodes died. He went, he got onto the airstrip and shit and was right there in front of the mansion filming and shit and it's just this really cool shit Adam the awesome. Woo really cool <laughs> I'll check that out <laughs> that's cool. a fun job yeah like, yeah it would be congratulations on your guys' last interview I don't know oh, to get that on record man yeah that was cool man I was reading that stuff all the people's the comments and stuff you know it's 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 wild yeah. when you put something out there yeah, that you got picked up absolutely man. Yeah. well you well, know and he had a right to say all that because, yeah I mean you know Fuck J.J. French. I don't know. <laughs> he, he, you know. Well, it's, it's funny if you look at Blabbermouth comments, most of the time they're like split half and half. Yeah. But that one was pretty dominant. Yeah. Supporting Biff. I was like, well, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever see that Twisted Sister documentary on Netflix? Oh, yes. That was really it. good. It was. It he's, was not, really good. he's not a dumb guy. J.J. Yeah, French yeah. is not a dumb guy. Oh, no. He, he managed uh, Seven Dust. Yo, he did, man. I forgot all about that mm -hmm. when they first started yeah, out. He's a he's smart guy. Oh, Tell yeah. me this. Did you guys ever see the one on Netflix called Hired Guns? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's I, like the best. I messaged Rudy Sarzo after that, and I said, <laughs> man, awesome interview from the heart, and it was very cool. And it was around Christmas time, and he, goes, and he wrote back, he goes, thank you so much. He put little Christmas tree emojis and shit. It was, that was cool. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was... That was probably one of the best ones. The uh, that was good. It was good. Yeah. yeah. I want to see it again. Goddamn Liberty DeVito, that poor guy. He kind of got the shaft. God, didn't great he? drummer, though. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, he did, didn't it he? Was kinda, it's kind of sad. I've always liked Billy Joel, too, man. You know? <laughs> I've always really had a soft. Because, I mean, in the mid 70s, it reminds me of California, being in California still. The Eagles remind me of that. And Billy Joel, old Billy Joel songs remind me of being a kid yeah. in California. Yep. I've always loved his voice. And. Hated to hear he was yeah, such a penis. Just like, just like, it's like this. I've always loved Nikki Six, and, and and I've heard more bad stories about people Nikki being penis than I have him being cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I guess I probably don't want to meet him. Then I don't want to ruin it, man. Yeah. You know? yeah. never yeah. meet your heroes. That's yeah. right. Well, Rock Oklahoma's coming up here. Yeah, both of you guys are playing, and both of you guys have played before. Yeah, on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. Jump, I mean, you played the very first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going through this book, man. I was like, oh, that's right. We're yeah, going to talk about some Rocklahoma. And I was like, man, I haven't seen this thing in a while. Now, have they made one of those for every year? I think so. I think they have what they call them uh, the coffee, coffee table. table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. I didn't know. So that. I was just going through there, man. and That's the only one I have. Going through all these pictures and stuff. and Pretty cool, man. But uh, yeah, the first year was a great time. And then uh, I think it was like. Two, three years in a row, I think I took a year off, and then I went, I seen Cinderella the year that they they played, mm -hmm. 
And then, um, I don't know, I've probably been to about, how many are there now? What? This will be the 12th one. 12th one? Wow. I've probably been to six out of the 12. I've been to one and played, this will be the fourth one, but I've been to one where I didn't play. And that was a, that was a Saturday with Guns, Guns N' Roses, Rat, Bush, Papa Roach. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I see, I missed that one. Yeah. I wanted to see that one. But, uh, that was, now, that was a year that they had DJ on guitar, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was yeah. just Axel, and it wasn't very good. Axel sounded horrible. Wow. He sounded terrible. Bush was great. Papa Roach was actually great. Rat was okay. I think I saw somebody else, too. I can't remember who it was. But, yeah, yeah it was cool. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, I've always had some really fun experiences. Almost every time I've gone, though, it's been like, it was always muddy, especially the first three years. It's always yeah. muddy, and it was just, you know, by the time, I don't know, it seemed, seemed like after about... The first day, you know, your legs were just wore out trying to walk through that mud. And if you're walking around with like, you know, band boots or, you know, <laughs> some stuff that you, you know, don't. Well, I, had I actually, truly, I had mud on my stage boots for two years. <laughs> I'm not joking with you. Two years after the first Rocklahoma we played, when I walked in the mud. For two years, I still was going, oh, you know what this is? It's mud from Rocklahoma. Right. <laughs> Trip. Uh, yeah, I left my, I remember the first year, I just left them out on the back porch for like, I don't know how long, but it's, it's probably over a year when I had to break them out again for another gig. I was out yeah. there breaking it all, <laughs> slapping them yeah. boots together. It's like, man, that was a rough weekend, you know. I remember that first one you guys played, it was like 100 degrees out there, right? Yeah. Because it was like around noon or something, wasn't it? Yeah. And that's when they had it in July or whatever. And it started like 11 a.m. Yeah. And they had like, you know, Dirty Penny, you know, coming out yeah. on the scene and stuff here. And they're young and, you know, they're getting in on golf carts and being carted around, you know, the festival, passing out flyers and mingling with everyone. And here are our, our, our old asses. <laughs> walking around in the mud, like trying to find some shade and like, let's go mingle with these people, you know. Um, I did as much mingling as I possibly could, but I, you know, I just mingled with a lot of the, you know, the, the rock stars because mm-hmm. back then you were allowed to hang out on the yeah. main stage, yeah. you know, get up on those, uh, you know, those yeah. stands, you know, and oh, yeah. you climb up the stairs on the side of the stage. And so I remember having this like a conversation with, uh, um, Frankie Benali when he's like setting up his drums and um, Scotty Hill from Skid Row and saw Kevin DeBro. I mean, I've never, I, I saw him like face to face. He's tall. Like, he's such up. a tall guy. I was yeah. like, holy shit, you know, yeah. D Snyder, all those guys is just an amazing festival. But um, that's the great thing about concerts and festivals, in my opinion, is that you go just when I went to Jesus Priest, man, everywhere you turn, you know, everybody. Yeah. man. And, and and it's just like you feel so much love. It's the rock and roll community that you always want to be part of. And yeah. even you go to Rocklahoma and everywhere you go, you know, somebody, hey, hey, hey. it's just it's awesome. That's 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 yeah. really cool. And that's, that's I'm really I mean, I'm an uncomfortable person and I'm comfortable in those places. And I love it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a lot of fun. I mean, there's so much going on, you know, and. I'm a, I, you know, I get turned into fanboy sometimes, you know. And <laughs> yeah, I got to put myself in check. It's like, hey, there's old boy over there, you know. And start walking over there a little bit. Play it cool, <laughs> play it cool, and then you go, hey man, you doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there, those are always good times, and I'm, you know, we're all looking forward to playing this year for sure. Um, it's been a, it's been a few years um, since we've actually got to play a festival like that. Yeah. And, 
And, you know, we've been in these clubs, these, uh, you know, those long nights at the clubs, you know, play three, four, you know, well, and if you count in set up time and all that, and you're basically there, you know, as long as there's a full day at your work, you know, and, you know, those are long days, but it's good to just get out to do a festival and get out of the bars for a little while, you know, and kind of breathe. Well, you've done a couple of festivals, especially not too long, a couple of weeks ago. So that looked like a lot of fun. You know? Yeah, but we got rained out last year. So we got a God, God stole happiness from me. Man. <laughs> I mean, it sucked. We, we, by the time we got there, we never even gotten to the, to the stage area. They had everybody out to the campgrounds because of the lightning and shit. Right. And we were just like, man, we sat there and just sat there in the lighting and the rain just pouring like we're not playing. We're not playing. It, we're not playing. Did you have stuff unloaded? I hope no. not. Thank no, God. we didn't. No. No. Um um but it came to a point where we watched all this happen and we were out there in the parking lot drinking, just drinking for a couple hours. We made the decision, we're like, We're not gonna play, man. Let's just go. Let's just go. So we're on our we're on our way out and as we're on our way out, we're down the road, we hear everybody's been cancelled that night. So we made a great decision to yeah. get on out of there and but man, I haven't made peace with God about that one yet. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't jumped into the ocean and did my Lieutenant Dan moment yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that has to be a heartbreaker. But it's a oh yeah, it's it's great. The festivals are great. Man. Now, the year that, um, what was it, Scott Weiland was there, or was it the walkabouts or whatever? Yeah. Now, that year was pretty, weather was really bad, wasn't it? Yeah, he's one of the people that got rained out that year. Okay, and then that it was, who was, on, who was on stage that, that year when it, when they canceled? Was uh, it the, Volby, Lincoln Park. I mean, the first time it got really, really bad. Yeah, got, well, not re- well. I remember one year the stage later. fell down, and I was, I was uh, there. I was, yeah, I left on that one. Holy yeah. shit! I was in the. You remember the tent there in the yeah. middle of the bud, the bud tent? Yeah. Where everything was tied onto poles. Yeah. I mean, lightning, and everyone's running underneath this tent, you know, and the wind is blowing. Everyone's grabbing onto these metal poles. Wow. We're like. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't hold on to the ropes because of that tent takes off. You're going with the tent, you know? So it was a very scary moment. And then the next thing I know, I just start seeing these stages collapsing and light rigs just dumping down on the ground. And, you know, luckily no one got hurt. Wow. But wow what a crazy scenario that yeah. was, man. Yeah. It was me and Janet was under that, neat that, that bud tent. And I was like, well, side stages aren't going to be going on right <laughs> and i think it was a trickster that was up there yeah and they they just i think they did their last song or they whatever got, they got treated bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was coming down we were like everyone started heading to the hills i mean i don't know if anyone was even watched the, the well, that's we left during trickster because we were like this is getting crazy we need like, to go we just needed to run back and secure everything because yeah. we had shit all over our campsite because yeah. it was nice and sunny you know yeah do you guys usually go out there and stay the full four days? Yeah. They, they, I think you guys camp out and everything, right? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You guys are veterans at it then. Yes. Man. Yes. Every, uh, <laughs> you do, do you guys do tents or do you mobile? I've done camper? A, tent, a tent the first 10 years, and then last year I bought a pop-up camper. So Ooh, cool. Because I found a good deal on one. But. And I've just, I've just resigned myself to the fact that I'm always going to be in the tent because you're outdoors anyways most of the time. I mean... You sleep for like maybe three hours a night. Right. That. Right. Yeah. So. There's probably noise all night long. Yeah. Oh, 
the first year we, me and Jana got a, a, a camper and we did the whole thing. We thought, you know, of course she thinks it's going to turn dark and everyone's going to go, go to sleep and we're all going to sleep. <laughs> Shit. No, there was loud music. You know, the, the air was of weed and, <laughs> you can hear the shame. You can hear the beer porn. So what you're trying to say is rock and roll doesn't go to sleep. No, it does not. It does. Good. <laughs> not, especially that first year. Now I heard like years after they they started having curfews and oh did they things like that. But I remember it was like a was, they had a quiet time at like four a.m. four to six a.m. <laughs> yeah, and like Thursday night was really bad. You know, because everyone's just coming in, and they're you know coming in. That was people, people coming in from all around the world. You know, sure. and had their like, the school buses with all the band logos on it. And you're yeah. like, ah, you, you know, you, you had to take it all in. You know, because they had the bands play on the main stage that year, and uh, had to like uh, tribute bands and uh, Tracy Guns's All Star Jam that he had, and then you rem- remember. Uh, um, drummer for Guns N' Roses. Yeah. And everyone, like, he had his entourage following him around. Oh, so he couldn't get in trouble? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, anywhere he would see, like, a beer can in, in his view, he was walking that way, and they were like, no, no, you can't, you can't do it. He's like, ah, I love you guys, man. That <laughs> was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Speaking of Tracy Guns, tell him the story, we'll tell the story about how when you guys opened for them. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was really cool for me because I got to, I, I had opened for them to the month, 30 years before that at Kane's Ballroom. Wow. wow. And it was a trip. And actually, it was f- five days prior to, to, to them playing, it was 30 years, five, five days earlier. So I got, it was cool. I got to talk to him about it. He remembered the Canes and he, he was, we talked about the Canes Ballroom and the Beatles. And it was really cool to get to, to get to do that, uh, get to talk to him again after that long. It was, that was really cool. Yeah, that was the first time I ever seen this guy was at that show. It's the Kane's Ballroom. I was front row. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, we were I was in a band called Nasty Attractions, man. We were all seventeen, the singer was probably twenty, and the rest of us were seventeen. And these two girls that were our management somehow <laughs> got us this gig, somehow got us the gig at Kane's Ballroom. And I was a fan of LA Guns already. I had the album. I loved the album. It was great, man. Mm-hmm. Here I am, 17. Oh, cool. We're opening for LA Guns. And, and we did at Kane's Ball. It was, it was our first time to Tulsa. And, uh, I showed him the pictures that I had taken with Kelly Nichols. And I, but, and I had one with Stephen Riley, but they're fighting really bad. Yes. So yeah. I, I didn't show him the Stephen yes. Riley one. <laughs> they don't like each he other. He goes, he's like, Kelly looks young. And the, and the manager, I guess the road manager that was with him out there, we were outside smoking a cigarette. He was real cool. And yeah, we talked about the Beatles and the Stones. And he likes us. He's a Stones guy. I'm a Beatles guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. We talked about California because I'm from, I'm from San Diego and it was awesome. cool. It was cool to talk to him. Yeah. I met him a few times. And cool that you guys got to play with him. You guys played with him before a long time ago, didn't you? And some other bands. Oh, <coughs> uh, well we had, it was called the rock never stops tour. Oh yeah. And remember it was, it came to one venue and then they had to move it and they moved it to the brink. Oh, and, I forgot about that. And I, I can't remember, but it, um, it was at the brink, and, and um, there was L.A. Guns, Quiet Riot. Wow, all the brink, huh? At the, the, yeah, the brink. Wow. yeah. And there was like a few other bands that played there, and um, and we were one of the openers. But time strengths and stuff, and they got moved over. So then we got bumped. So we had nice. we had the the passes to run around, you know, backstage and stuff. But 
yeah, we our band got bumped, and that was that was back in the Civil's Machine days, and um, so we didn't get to. But I did. I have met him like a few other times. Um, of course, at Rock, Oklahoma, he had me hold his uh, his uh, Jack Daniels bottle, and I guess he was setting up his equipment for some reason. Like Rock, Oklahoma, like these guys. I guess think I'm supposed to hold their beer or something. Hey, you know. <laughs> we trust you with this whiskey. We yeah. got done with uh, our, our our set on in 2007, and Bang Tango was coming up next. So Joe Leslie was, you know, on the side of the stage, and we got done. And so then they're getting all set up and getting ready to go on. Yeah. I, I'm still on the side of the stage, sweating. I had leather on, and he's getting ready to go out singing. He, we hold this for me, you know. Okay, so I can crispy his beer. I'm sitting there. What am I supposed to do with this? And he's up there. He's up there singing, and comes back, and then wants me to like give him his beer back. And I'm like, <laughs> comes back, hands me back the beer, goes back out, sings like, man, fuck this. Put it all down on the stage. Like, I can hold his beer all the whole time, all the whole yeah. for this guy. Yeah, that was just for a minute or so, you know. Maybe if you're Ace Freely or something. Yeah, right. That would be different. <laughs> Have him sign it or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I, oh, yeah. I'll cut this out if you want, but didn't you get blocked on Twitter by him as well? Uh, by Tracy Gans, not Joe Leslie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was just that was just a joke. Yeah. I mean, I, I but I didn't even think that the guy would even respond to me, you know. <clears throat> you know how Twitter, there's so many... People that just throw out little jokes, yeah. you know, and he's like, yeah. he just said, I hate fucking guns or something like that. I was like, then change your name. <laughs> just, your and, name is a gun. Right. Everything about the guy is guns, you know, so I just, I just thought it was funny. And then he's, I guess he was in a bad mood that day and started going after me. So I was like, went back, went kind of had a little back and forth with him. And then, um, I said something about, that type of gun was banned already and goes, yeah, well, so are you. (laughs) (laughs) That was the end of that. But yeah, I mean, it just started out as a joke. Most of those guys just ignore you, you know, on Twitter anyways, you know, but, uh, I just had no idea he would actually respond to me. And, um, Tommy Lee and, uh, Nikki, those guys, they, they'll respond to you on there as well. Sometimes. I'm I'm blocked by Nikki Six. That's my claim to fame. I was blocked. I was blocked by Nikki, and then he unblocked me, and I don't know why. Maybe he just went through there, and someone told him, "Hey, whatever," because he started getting real political on there, and, and then I remember Tommy got real political too, and uh, you know, so there was a lot of people like unfollowing him, and then I think he had absolute. I think he blocked me pretty sure of that <laughs> what'd you get blocked by him for I don't know I just went to look at something one time and noticed I was blocked I don't know if I talked shit about Vince Neal probably a couple of years ago <laughs> that's the only uh, thing I could think of wow. that's, Cause that's yeah. something I tend to do a lot but Trent loves talking <laughs> shit about Vince Neal that is that is true but I have learned ever since that you know people really kind of like kind of take that serious a little oh, bit, yeah. and and I, it was just a joke for me. I thought it was silly, and I thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. But, that's, that's, that's how I would get in trouble too. I would try. I'm a professional smartass, and yeah. I would get <laughs> if I was to do that, I would probably get a band I'm blocked by everybody, man. But I don't. <laughs> I don't. I just don't. Do but that. what I mean by that was like people, like 
would read that and think there's really beef there between you and Tracy Gunn. Yeah, I'm like, put it in the magazines, Squires versus Guns. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, it's like it was just a joke. I yeah. said the guy doesn't even know who I am. He's you know, right? I didn't know he was even going to respond. You should have went up to him at the show. Hey, I was can't block me right here. That would have been cool. Was if I would have said, hey man, get me in a headlock and let's get a picture. Yeah, you should have done that. It's like you know, give me a. Give me a good jab picture like that. Yeah. And then I post that's like, we settled our differences. He won or something, you know. <laughs> he kicked my ass. Right. You know, but people really take that stuff seriously. I mean, they think you can, you know, kind of got beef. And like, whoa, I can't. So you guys going to be opening. And, and, you know, what about that issue? What happened about this yeah. Twitter thing? And I'm like, what about it? Yeah. Is that the guy <laughs> going to know, remember that cool. shit? Yeah, 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 all the people he has to deal with. Right. You know? Yeah. Like man, like I mean, people really thought that I was like serious about it, and like You're, he 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 thinks of you like he thinks of Stephen Riley. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's probably still more pissed at Stephen Riley than you. I think you're good. Yeah, yeah I would assume. <laughs> yeah. So after I hear this, I decided to like annoy the shit out of him that whole night by wanting telling him that I, I want to be his bass player and then I should be his bass player in his band. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> so he got to the point where he was just like, You don't want me, man, you know, I am I'm, I'm I'm you know, I got problems and you you don't want me in your life, you know. It's I got funny you say that because one time I remember that video Tammy Downs band and his bass player they fell down drunk on stage and they had to pull him off the stage. I sent a tweet to Tammy now saying, looks like you need a bass player. Right. <laughs> he, never, he never answered or said anything, you know, but, well, I'll be seeing him in August. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you will. Say, you hey. Know. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're opening, right? Yeah. Say, remember that, was that on a... It was like three years ago, on four years ago, maybe. I don't know about that, but the bass player was hammered. He fell down. Yeah. Nobody was playing bass. Yeah. And the band was continuing on. And I was like, hey, I got the looks chops. Looks like you need a bass player. Look. Freshen up on your faster pussycat. Right. That way, if I might need again, it that night. Right. You're in. I still remember about like five of them. Yeah. I used to play. I used to play some of those songs. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, let's talk about Rocklahoma. Um, where are you guys going to be at during the festival? Like, are you going to be backstage a whole lot doing interviews and things like that? Are you going to be out in the crowd watching? No. You know, our campground's AV11. Um, he's working a lot of it, I think, so. Yeah, I'm just actually working, like, Friday through Sunday out there. What are you doing? Driving golf carts and stuff. I don't really know exactly yet. But picking up picking up people, people like us. Yeah. You yeah, don't want to walk in the mud. Yeah. Hey, man, take me to the t-shirts, man. I want to get a <laughs> want to get a ghost shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm, I will be wherever the alcohol takes me. I can't tell you where. <laughs> I'm not going to make any promises. Like, hey, right. I'll come see your band, or I'll come see your band. That shit ain't going to happen. Yeah. It's just going to, whatever happens, happens. You guys have been reaching out to a lot of the bands there? To... You, every year up until this year we have, but this year since I am I was working, I'm just kind of like set back from that because I'm like, I don't know when I would schedule all these things because yeah, a lot of times yeah. we would do them earlier in the day. Yeah. You know, before shit got crazy or, you know, bands are playing or we drink too much or anything right. like that, you know? But I'm sure I'll probably hit up a couple people just to try to do something. That'd be fun. Yeah. Do like a video blog or something. Yeah. You never know. know. That'd be cool. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Ghost. You mentioned them. 
Yeah, yeah, they uh, just released that rat song. We went and seen them twice together, actually. Once at the Diamond yeah. in Oklahoma City Diamond Ballroom, and then we saw them where at the Brady. Brady, yeah, the Brady. And then when they came, show. but when we saw them the first time, it was all men playing, and then we, and then the second time they came, they had the girl bass player. Right. You could tell her slender physique. Yeah, and, she was shorter, and yeah. yeah. Now yeah. I think she's wearing a different mask or something. Yeah. I, I yesterday they there was their uh, they they did a, a debut. Yes. A concert I've, debut. I've been seeing some of that footage on YouTube, and I guess they are they're 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 the only band out there right now are doing it the way Motley Crue used to do it. And Kiss, you know, when they were getting ready to come out with an album, yeah. they'd have like they had like chicks on these Harleys, yeah, escort with a limo, and they would you know down the Sunset Strip. Well, what's the cool is they make those videos giving you like giving you clues and leading up to yeah. what they're gonna do. And right, shit. kind of really cool with the little background music and stuff that they've made. Right. And, Cool shit, man. I like that. They used to like bands used to go before they go would go on Leno, you know. They they'd show up on Harleys or whatever. I love their I love their, you know? I love their image, man. I I, yeah, I love great. that. I love the anonymity of it. I've always loved that, man. It's better you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys who would rather just stand around for promo pictures with their arms crossed like this, you know, and you got people looking cool with masks and yeah. makeup and <laughs> right. changing the theme of what they're doing, you know. That's really cool to me, you know. It's, yeah. like, it's almost like there's a storyline to it all too, you know. Plus it builds hype, you know, when you sure. come up with these controversial yeah, you know well, situations, and and I read that like this tour they're gonna have more more singers on stage and shit. Singers, yeah. And they got yeah. the old Papa guy coming up and playing saxophone and shit like that, right? And, and they're gonna oh, have really? the, the three uh, Papa Amir just like in coffins. Oh yeah, that's they right. Killed them off. Yes. So I guess when you do your meet and greets, you get to be with. Papa, one, two, and three, all in coffins, man. Wow. You know what? What's cool is, you know, uh, you look at their first album and, and, you know, get up or not, there's just such an evolution of just like what they used to sound like and what they sound like now sure. and how yeah. it's still kind of the same, but it's not. And I think that's cool because it's just him. He has different people all the time, so... He's got some common thread that he keeps going. I think uh, that's really cool because that's hard to do. But he's sometimes. pissing off a lot of old band members, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Well, I wonder. I don't know what happened with all that. <clears throat> they robbing him of royalties, apparently. Yep. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Do you ever see that footage of them in New York? It's on YouTube, and they're they're not wearing any costumes or anything. They're, but they're home camera and they're filming everywhere they're going and stuff. And really, one band member's filming all the other ones, and they're all walking together and stuff. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Wow. Wow. I've seen a bunch of other stuff, but that was before people were getting fired. And then that one guy brought out his, was it Presner or whatever his name is, uh, a guitar player. And oh, his band that he was doing. He did like a little interview. Yeah. Right. I, I always like one of the older clips of them playing Coachella when they were in the white get-ups, you know. The well, they got was, a lot of shit for that, didn't they? The wind was blowing, and one of the guitar players, his robe moved out of the way, and he just had, like, shorts and flip-flops on. <laughs> really? He's just like, yes! Really? That's so funny, man. That's so funny. I loved it. Yeah, those those uh, white white hoods didn't last very yeah, long. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, <laughs> Gotta get rid of those things, yeah, man. Yeah, that one didn't go over well. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what... Let's see what other bands we got. Let me just look at the lineup here. There's a few bands I'm actually looking forward to seeing. I'm Cheap Tricks at the top of my list. Over yeah, there. Uh, yeah. I've always loved Cheap Tricks. Yeah. Always, man. You know, after Kiss, I remember. I remember getting into my Kiss albums, but I remember being a kid in, in San Diego, and I remember seeing the footage 
of them playing live, I Want You to Want Me. And I can honestly say that was a huge influence on me as a little kid seeing that. I mean, I already had Kiss, but that was a huge influence. And then my older brother had the 8-track of Dream Police. <laughs> and I remember, I remember he had Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, 8-track, Damn Torpedoes, Dream Police, and the Cars, Candy O. Eight tracks, and I remember they all were. I loved them all. And I, <laughs> yeah. I was, you know, my big brother, six years older. He was kind of. I looked up to him, so, you know, that's how I discovered Kiss. My older brother brought home. My old brother was born in '64. Brought home Kiss cards, and he, you know, you have the mirror on your dresser, and he stuck them in the mirror all the way down the mirror. And I remember, and I remember this day. I swear to you, I remember this day. And I was eight or nine. I hadn't been eight, and I was looking at. I remember looking at him, and I remember thinking. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I'm not joking with you. I yeah. did that. I remember doing that. And I remember what card it was, too. And I remember it was the one where Gene Simmons had his mouth on the mic and all the blood was coming out and shit. I was like, I'm going to do that. And I remember I backed out all the albums, man. My mom bought me Double Platinum and Dynasty, and I still to this day have every album my mother bought me. Yeah. All of them. Nice. Um, um so uh, I don't know. I remember what the fucking point was now, but cheap tricks. Yeah, cheap tricks. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were, dude, God, yeah, they have great songs, man. Yeah. Great, great songs. You know, a few years ago when they were there, um, they were going on before Corn, and all of Corn was out there watching them, and I thought wow. that was cool because that's a, a kind of a clash there. You know, sure. Did you know that but, their bass player is the one that invented the eight string or twelve string? Yeah, yeah the twelve yeah. string yeah. bass. Yeah, Tom Peterson did. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I mean, I don't even really invent it. You just add to... No shit. <laughs> you know, but... Right. He's the originator, I guess. Yeah. They were always... Just got a really great style. I mean, Robin Zander's a great frontman. The way they dressed and the way they just... They just had their own vibe. I mean, they weren't doing anything that anyone, anyone else was, yeah. you know? Especially in their late 70s. You know what's you know? weird about them is they went from being opener, headliner, back to opener, back to a mid, middle band opener yeah. I mean it's like so weird they went back and forth their whole careers you know sure. what I mean yeah. and now that they're in the hall of fame I think their uh, their pay rate is like went up a like $50,000 you guys show. watch that new hall of fame footage yet no is it on uh, is it on, on HBO it now? is yeah. oh, well, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing I get home yeah. I read I read that Bon Jovi's performance was pretty bad oh I, I, I'll tell you what what, I, what for me was bad it's, it's it, I don't like the way Rick Ocasek Sounds trying to sing Benjamin Orr's songs in the cars. Oh, okay. No, Rick had his own songs, you know, but when he's trying to sing the songs that Benjamin Orr sang because he's dead, yeah, it just didn't sound good, man. Mm. But I didn't watch the Bon Jovi performance actually, I had to go, but I watched the speech. Now, I'll, it'll be interesting to see how that performance is portrayed on. TV, HBO, the special. Yeah. Well, they, there was an interview backstage I saw on YouTube. See, I watched some of the footage somebody filmed from the crowd on their camera before it came out on HBO. Mm-hmm. And I saw like a, another clip on YouTube where they were interviewing us. Uh, so, Richie, you going to play on the next uh, Bon Jovi album? If you ask me. That's pretty much what he said. Yeah, you know what's? I mean, that's. I, I felt uncomfortable when they asked that. Yeah. I was like, I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the performance that I that I heard and seen on YouTube, if that's on this special and it sounds like that, then you know it's not doctored. But if it sounds decent, and then he probably went back and added vocals or something. Yeah. Something I don't know. But the one I the what I heard on YouTube, it was like out of key. He still he could not sing. Talking about John Bon Jovi. Yes, well, I mean, it was horrible. 
I was like, is this even Bon Jovi? I mean, I, I just, it was mind-blowing. I mean, I, the guy can't sing anymore. But you got to, I mean, he's he's stuck around and had been a headliner his whole career. I mean, you got to give him props well, they, for that. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, he's got props. I mean, his wallet speaks for that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? But uh, I heard that he kind of lost his his voice, I guess, after John left. After Richie I'm oh, sorry, Richie, yes. And, like, and then and just, he just didn't have the confidence to sing anymore. Like he lost his confidence when, when he left the band and could never, could never find it, find that magic again. Isn't that yeah. wild? Yeah. I mean, they're like, he's actually had to like talk to psychiatrists about this. Wow. And, 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 and like vocal coaches were like trying to pinpoint the, the situation and they, they think that maybe that had a lot cool. to do with him not having confidence anymore, you know? I mean, once you can start kind of singing, and then the guy leaves, and then boom, you're done. Like, how does that happen? Uh, who knows? I mean, you know, he, that was we was with him for forever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that that'd be tough. I uh, saw him live several years ago when Sam Bo was still there, <clears throat> and John Bon Jovi sounded good. But honestly, the best part of the whole show was when Richie Sam sang "Lay Your Hands on Me." Right. I don't know why he hmm. was singing it, but it just it had way more. There's something more to it, like more energy or something. Right. Maybe because it was the only song you was singing. But, mm. I mean, John sounded good then, but that's been, what, six, seven, eight years ago now. Yeah. Probably, so. so here's something. Um, Stone Total Pilots, the new guy, what do you guys think? Okay, I, I got the album. I listened to the album. At first, I was like, eh. And then I was like, okay, I need to go back and listen to that. Re-listen to it. I love the first first few tracks and then I started listening to it again I started to dig it I'm like this is pretty cool man <clears throat> then just I don't know a couple days ago because I was reading interviews where he's like I'm not going to be doing the whole you know Scott Weiland gig and things like that this is like this is how I sing this is just just me this is how I am because there was a lot of things on that album that's just like it's it's Scott, you know what I mean? He, he, can you say the word like this, you know? Can you do it like that? Can you put in a, yeah, right there? Kind of, kind of how Scott does it, kind of thing, you know? And I thought, okay, well, maybe he's just going to be different live. But then I started watching some videos of him, and sure enough, he's got the hair blonde, shirt off, you know, running around like a little snake, you know? And I'm like, okay, this guy's... Gonna do. He's doing the Scott Wilding gig, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I guess he'll just. I've never seen Stone Temple Pilots with Wyland before. So, mm. what do you guys think? Um, I don't know. I know I've seen uh, some YouTube stuff. He does kind of slither around like Scott a little bit. Um, he sounds good. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I figure it's just like you know we talked about it like. They they deserve to to be out there, you know. They weren't able to a lot with Scott being sure. It's so, another case like Alice in Chains. The yes, band. Yes. Why should the band suffer? Because because the right. very correct charismatic lead singer has a drug problem. Yeah. Right. The band suffers. I mean, this, and what do you guys think of the new Alice in Chains song? The new one that's come I, out. I like it. I like it too. It had a good stomp to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I like the chorus a lot. Yeah. I have a really good chorus on yeah. it. Said, I love both the albums with yeah, the good. albums. I guess he good, says man. that the uh, song was inspired by David Bowie. 
That's what he's. I saw it today. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But so again, I, I'm 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 hopeful. I'm, yeah. I mean, that's one of the. I mean, that's I'm definitely gonna one of the. I'm going to see him. I'm going to check him out for sure. I love yeah, Stone Temple Pilots. Should be out there. So I like. That. I love that band. And it's sad what happened, but you know, I'm going to give them a full chance yeah. because those songs that they have to live a little bit. You know, and it's sad that all these all these guys that were from that era are just dying off. Ooh, like it's yeah. you know. It's just, it's bad for, for us and the generation of music, you know, because we're just losing so many people, you know, and the music, this type of music is just getting further and further away, less and less popular, you know, but I'm hopeful that they're going to put on a good show. I mean, just close your eyes and think that it's Scott's there. Yeah. Yeah. So what are when are you guys playing? Is it Saturday night? Saturday night, yeah. Like right, late? I think it's right after Godsmack's done. Okay. So the good thing about that is there's nobody else on any other stage, man. So the whole crowd just goes. Oh, and they gotta nice. walk by your stage to go out. They, yeah, and, 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 oh, there's, man, I'm telling you, man, playing that time of night, there's nothing like seeing that crowd in the night sky. And it's beautiful, man. It yeah. goes way too fast, man. <laughs> way too fast. Yeah, we had. I guess this year before last, we had a pretty long, like two hour podcast we did with Sam McCaslin. Yeah. And then we didn't ever air it because he asked us not to. Yeah. Because there was a lot of things said. But anyway, one of the things he did say was that when you guys played, it was the biggest crowd yeah. that I'd ever had yeah. on that stage. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Do you, do you guys think of like certain songs you do like during these festivals? Do you, Are there like some that you go, well, this doesn't work oh, for yeah, that absolutely. time? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You want to play what's going to work and with the short amount of time that you're given, you know, right. you want to, you want to, you want to keep it up tempo and keep it, uh, so you guys don't put November rain on that set, do you? Nah, <laughs> nah, too long, too long, yeah. too long yeah. man, you know, I actually, I mean, I, I, I say that and I, I can't remember if, if we, I don't think we played that one. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we have, we played the Metallica medley, I think every time. And, uh, how many, is this the fourth time or fifth time? Fourth time, okay. fourth time, yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, what's that like playing when you're playing covers to a crowd like that? Is it you notice the people swarming over there just because they're like, hey, they're coming from a distance. I know this song. Do you think that helps? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I think that helps. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and again, the, the, the biggest factor, of course, is that we're not competing against anybody at that time of night after the yeah. That's, God, true. that's the biggest thing. But yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're gonna they're gonna know what they're hearing. They're gonna I like what they're hearing. They're gonna yeah. It's, the crowds have been great at, at that at that time slot. So we're real lucky to have it again, the same the same time slot. Um, and again, we didn't get to play last year, so we're we're amped up and ready to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've I've learned like certain songs that go over well for concerts, especially if I'm gonna be doing some covers. I want. I want, you know, because really when you're in the clubs a lot, you got to like, well, is that going to get up the girls up and dance? When you're doing concerts, yeah. no one's really dancing. They just want to rock, you know? So, like, well, let's just throw in some songs that, like, sing-alongs, you know? Rock and roll night. Yeah, it's an easy song, but they'll all sing it, yep. you know? And it'll be loud and get everyone to sing it together, you know, kind of thing. Shake their fists. And that's kind of how I like to set up, a lot, like, a lot of these kind of... You know, concerts and things like that is 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 pulled out the the sing-alongs. You know, um, 
stuff like it's got the big courses and everyone can just sing along and you just let them sing it for you know, <laughs> pull some Vince Neil stuff on them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the crowd to sing it for you. Oh man. But yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm looking forward just hanging out with, you know, cause we're going to be, we're going to get in there and I think we're going to be soon. Well, they're going to have bands Thursday and then, mm-hmm. When the main stages start, I think we'll be like the third band, you know, on the um, retrospect stage. And so by the time we're done, I'll have the whole festival to. Yeah. Uh, you, will you be staying the whole time? Um, I'll probably be going home. Um, you know, um, then go come back kind That's of thing. That's what, what I would do too. Because we did that camping thing once, and that was that was enough. Sweat, no, no dish network. Nats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta have ESPN. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. People barfing in the distance. <laughs> right. Fighting in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> you got come on, feel the noise. That's the good stuff, man. That's, you know, that's the personality of the festival. Right. Yeah, it's all good for like one night, but then after that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, right. There's only so much I can take of, of it. I, I'm not built to go out there and. And stay out there for four days like people do. I, I'm not built to do that. It's just not for me. I used to be able to do that. I mean, I, streets gone wild. Yeah. When by the time that thing was finished, man, I was like, I don't ever want to hear another live band again. <laughs> well, you know, I already uh, I have terrible sleeping habits already. I mean, I do. And I wait. I get. I sleep four or five hours a night. I get. I can wake up easy. I would never go to sleep out there. I would never be able to sleep. It would be hot. It would be. Muggy. <laughs> and by the time they made it quiet, you said at 4 a.m.? Mm. Shit, I get up for work in the weekdays at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. I, I wouldn't be able to go to sleep. Yeah. And, just, like, and just think, it could rain on your tent, and you'd have to put up with that, you know? Yeah. <sighs> uh, we, yeah, we've been through all of it, man. <laughs> I've had people tell me I could stay in their air conditioned and whatever, and some come on out, and I was like, I got an air-conditioned house. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there what, what time are we play midnight I'll be there at 10 yeah <laughs> no I say I like to get there the day we play and get out there early and, and hang out with a lot of and hang out with people and go out and take pictures and you yeah. know just walk around and mingle and, and soak in the, the environment because again I like that now the one thing that I would do in the future would get a hotel that's close yeah and then but see that you got to think by this time 12 years down the road everybody else has got that idea too like finding a yeah nearest hotel or your prior nearest hotels in salina right i'm just saying if i if i plan on it i'm gonna do it early and get a hotel and then reserve if i can or whatever but the, the whole tent thing camper thing you know all four days I don't know, man. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, That'd I, be tough. Man. I get on these Rock Oklahoma forums, you know, on Facebook, and these guys are just hardcore, yeah. man. I mean, they're all. <laughs> There's a lot into of people that go out there Saturday night, the week before. Yeah, they, get, they do a whole weekend and stay clear to the next Monday. Wow, I don't. Man, well, there's you know uh, some friends of ours that had, last year that had an RV that was like a house. You go into it, it was literally like a house. Was that Kim and and. I think that's who. Well, the people that offered to let me come out stay had something like that too, and it was Billy and Kim. I mean, that couch, pull-out bed. These people out there on bedroom, a full kitchen. Wow, satellite, TV. satellite wow. TV. Gee, there we go. Okay, now you got. But me. that's where they were. They were actually living in that thing yes. at that time. Yeah. So, yeah. But, oh wow. Well, but that's, that's, that's that's a way to do it. You yeah. know, is that you know, place is is the other 
11 months and 27 days of the year. What, what does that field or where they have it? Anything at all? They do anything out there? No, I mean, way back they used to do like country fever and bike Lahoma or whatever. Oh, okay. But, you know, they don't, they haven't done they that. They make for so years much years. off Rock Lahoma that they don't need to. Yep. And, I imagine. So, yeah. And Sam actually told us that he said he contacted them about using the grounds for doing like a, you know, the original Rock Lahoma, like. All the glam band stuff, yeah. doing one in like the fall, mm-hmm. where it was just that for like two days or something, and he said they wanted close to like a million dollars just, wow, just for the grounds. Wow, that's crazy. So he's well, forget <laughs> that. Yeah, it's just Damn. like I guess they can jack up the price because they don't need to rent it out. I Imagine know. the cleanup crew. The cleanup's massive for. Yeah, I mean, they have to have a crew of probably yeah. hundreds, man, to clean that shit up. But you think all that land they got, they could build their own hotel out there and charge people 200 bucks a night. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the other thing that I couldn't do. And I, I, I can't do outhouses, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, man, look, man, I got a sensitive nose and I don't like germs. So right there, it's like, oh, man, I'm going to go shit in the woods, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bring some toilet paper. Right. <laughs> Cover it up like a cat, man. Flies and it's hot and there's flies. It smells like piss. And yeah, those are pretty. People like another other dude, two dudes before you, watch a big old booger on the door right in front of you, and you're sitting there. Gross. This is not for me. No, no. I'd go and just come back each day. Go home, come back. It's not that far of a drive. It was it 45 minutes from Tulsa? Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. Another one of those. And then this tank, they uh, moved it up. So before it was even hotter. Yeah, like, in July. Yeah, yeah, in July. So it was 10 times as worse, you know. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty bad. Once once the sun came out and hit your tent, there's no sleeping. There's none. Mm-hmm. It was it was brutal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, now the last couple of years, it's been cool at night, you know, pretty. Right, because like all the rain is coming in. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, that, and we. I think when we saw Def Leppard, it started. It was it was like a very comfortable night, and just had a t shirt on, you know. Yeah, and yeah. By the time it was nighttime, it was no sweating, nothing, nothing like that going on. Yeah, so it's nice. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually surprised on a lot of bands that played there that night uh, last year. Was um, um, let's see, before them was um, I wanted to say Third Eye Blind, but that's not true. Um, my three. Uh, Days Grace. Oh, now you just reminded me who I, the other band I saw last, when I went. It was uh, Two Doors Down. That's who it was. Or Three Doors Down? Yeah, that's what they're yeah. called. Two yeah. Doors Down. That, that was Chuck Cooley. Cooley. That was Chuck yeah. Cooley's band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that was Chuck man. Cooley. God, I remember that. And band. Pat Devlin. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Remember yeah. that band. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> are you guys knowledgeable in Kiss songs? Like, not hits? Somewhat. Fairly. Fairly. Dead Metal Society, we've, and, and he's actually sung on a couple of them too. We've, we've recorded, I think, 18 Kiss songs. And we just now are making CDs to hand out to people like it shows. We're not going to sell them, obviously, because it's not our music. But kick ass, man. We've done shit from all eras. We've had <coughs> him singing a couple. Didn't Jana play on one of them? No, she's, she's played the solo on um, Paul Stanley's song, um, right. Tonight You Belong to Me. And then she um, played the solo for Making Love. And then I think that might be it. Yeah, so, but they sound really good, man. We've had a guy, Mikey Jameson, and him saying Shout It Out Loud. He, he's a singer for New Science. 
Um, really cool. I'm going to get you guys a copy, man. Yeah, I love yeah. to hear it. That's kind of what started this whole thing was I wanted Mark to be able to, like, talk about Rocklahoma and put some of those songs out, you know, they were going to maybe play As a song or whatever. Well, take, a, take a couple of drags. We'll do it in a minute. No, that's an excuse for me to go out. You don't need me. I need to go to the bathroom anyways. Well, um, for as far as Down for Five, we're uh, in the midst of writing new material. We've really? already, we already got one, and we're looking looking into going over to Mark's to re, um, record a song called Unify, and um, and then we're also going to be working. We're working. Going to be working on. We got the music and and the lyrics down. We just haven't gone over it together. Yeah, it's like it's already written, and it's called the Burn. And so we got potentially two tracks. We're going to play one new song at um, Rocklahoma. That was, I was going to ask you to play it. It's going to be Unify. We got 40 minutes for this one. So I think we had to, we had to cut out a song that we did um, from the first album. And Significance, we, had to, we dropped that one so we can make sure that we're in our 40-minute spot. Because yeah. they were like, as soon as that main stage goes on... You know, we pull you guys, so <laughs> I don't want to be in the middle of a song and get pulled, you know. Yeah, no, that would right. suck. <laughs> so what's the plan to record those two or record several? Yeah, we, we're talking, we're thinking about maybe even re-recording some old stuff as well as some new stuff. Um, stuff that came off like the um, the first um, the first album. I, I wasn't even on that one. And uh, maybe re-record one or two tunes off of that. And Jeff has been uh, working out really nicely for us. Um, he picked up a lot of the songs quickly, and we now we got one show under you know under his belt with with the L.A. Guns. Right. Um, so now we're been we've been just rehearsing the the hell out of it. Um, you know, two nights a week. You know, since then to uh, for this Rocklahoma show so we're really looking forward to it you know and I know it's an early start but you know it could have been it could be earlier I mean yeah. hell the first year I think we played at 11 30 11 45 or something like that <laughs> so this at least people will start you know around I around think, dinner time you know they'll be get ready to yeah. kind of get out there and rock and roll a little bit I think being the first day of the festival that's good because people are pumped they get out there and get over there in the gates right they're and, not worn out yeah, it's already I, gates have already been open for over a couple hours by the time you guys go on now what time do the uh, do the doors open you know I think they open at two and the first bands are at three right okay so that's a few hours when yeah. people get in we we've been um hitting hitting all the Rocklahoma forms uh, right you know trying to get people make sure you be there at you know the retrospect stage down for five on friday you know well, i know this this will be the first chance for a lot of people to see it probably yeah that didn't you know see you last time you guys were together and it's good that you know that we got that bisto blanco show because now we yeah. got we got something that we can That's talk awesome. to people at Rocklahoma for, uh, you know, another show to come and see us at, you know? Right. So if you like this here at Rocklahoma, then come see us with Driver at the Bisto Blanco show, which, by the way, congr- uh, for the Doug Burgess stuff, or the, is, he, is he like a sponsor full-time? Yeah. yeah. Or is that, was that just for that one show for the Saxon thing? No, yeah, he's sponsoring us now. Yeah. Cool, yeah. man. In what way? It's like, what, every show he has... I mean, how's, how's he, what's, how's he sponsoring you? 
Which is sponsoring us for oh, the podcast. Man. Oh, I see. In turn for us talking about every show. Oh, okay. That's basically. cool. Like a commercial. Yeah. 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 Good. Networking. Yeah. What'd you get? Oh, it's like, is that Dead Kiss Society? Dead Kiss Society. <laughs> nice. You got so, something to play it on? <clears throat> yeah, I do. But um, since we're recording. No, no, I know. Um, but yeah, we'll listen to that. Um, I have some tracks um, that Mark sent me. But I don't think they're the final product. You know, what's funny. I was like, are you not going to release this on the internet? What's going on with this? And he's like, yeah, me too. But, I, you know, I thought I was happy with it. But I don't think I am. Like, come on, Mark. Let's mix, get it going. Or what, what? I don't know. I'm like, come on, man. I asked him about so when we do the next batch. He said, we're done for now. <laughs> he wants to do so, some other recording. So, yeah. 18 songs. I mean, how, how deep did you get in the deep tracks? A, Paul like, Stanley solo albums, a cut off it. Nice. I, I sang an Ace Freely solo album song. Um, we did God of Thunder, Shouted Out Loud, Black Diamond. We we did uh, Mr. Speed, Lover All I Can. Some Mr. obscure Speed. ones. Lover All I Can, Making Love, She. We did nice. A Million to One off the Lick It Up album. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, they're great, man. They sound awesome. killer. Well, a matter of fact, when, when Amped was still playing on our breaks, we'd pump this through the PA, and people thought it was Kiss. Really? <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't stray from the. We didn't stray from that's it. We awesome. we kept it like we didn't. We didn't make the only only song that's a little different. Is we made God of Thunder more, a little different, mm -hmm. but other than that, it's all played. I play every bass line exactly like Gene Simmons played it. I yeah. mean, we didn't. We didn't try to make it our own in any way. Firehouse. Yeah, we did that. Sounds one. great. I mean, I mean, talking yeah. about, you know, you, normally when bands will do something that's back in like '74, you know, like Firehouse or yeah. Firehouse '73, you know, you got a little heavier guitar yeah. tone. You know, there's a little bit the yeah. pounding of the drums. But I was actually shocked and amazed on how retro it sounded. You know, that's like cool. like it basically was in the hotter than hell era. I and mean, the cool it, thing is that Mark, who, Mark, our guitar player in EMS, who recorded all this, it does Ace Freely perfectly great. I mean, it's so, I mean, not, Ace isn't the, most, the greatest guitar player, but he does, Mark does them perfectly. It's, yeah. it's, I tell him every time I hear him, I'm like, God, it sounds so great, man. Because, yeah. I mean, I know every nuance of every Kiss song and every single album up to a certain point. Yeah. So, you know, everything was just so, like, wow, that's, that's Ace, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you guys pick? Did you guys each pick a few, or was it all? Yeah, I think that's pretty. Yeah, no, we all picked a few. We all picked a few. Um, yeah, turn out. Actually, I think we first started doing it like two and a half years ago. The first oh, wow. batch of six, we actually did three batches of six songs, and uh, I think Tim Hewitt sang one of them too. Yeah, he love did. Her all uh, I love her all I can. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite Kiss songs. I, I love, love that, that song. song. Yeah, that's that's a great song, man. But yeah, million. Well, we did. I still love you off Creatures of the Night. Okay. Um, wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So is it? It's all. Is all five of you on here, or is Todd sing it all, or is it just the no, four of you? No. Todd sings uh, most of the songs, but there was like guest singers on some of them. Right. Like Tim Hewitt did did one, and I sing and one. Then I did two. He does. Yeah, and that's it. And then and Ben Hosterman only plays on one song. Oh, okay. Our other DMS. And here's why. This is a funny story. When we first... Ben's the youngest in Dead Metal Society. Um, and Ben didn't grow up a huge KISS fan. Mark and Jason and I are knowledgeable KISS fans. 
Ben, ben, so after Ben came in and recorded this, he played the guitar solo on the song I sang, which so is Snowblind off the Ace Freely solo album. Mm-hmm. And then he went on the internet and made a comment about how he hated Kiss. So Mark cut him off. <laughs> he didn't record another guitar line on any other song. That's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, it was funny. We still give him shit about it, too. That's why you're not on there, Ben. <laughs> so, you, I know you sent me the ones. You you sang Shout It Out Loud and one other one, right? Yeah, Making Love. Making Love. That came off of the, the Rock and Roll Over album, which the guitar tones on that sound pretty damn close to 76. I mean, yeah. it's it's amazing all the tones that came out, you know. And Todd did an amazing job on singing the... I still love you and a million to one. The ballads, amazing job. Um, everybody did a really good job on it, man. Him, him and Mikey Jamison singing "Shout Out Loud" was great, mm-hmm. man. Perfect. It turned out really good. I like it. Of course, we've been bugging Mark for a while, man. Come on, man. What's up, man? Why is this taking so long? Get stuff out. <laughs> yeah, actually, God of Thunder is on YouTube. We put that on there a long time ago. Yeah, there's actually like a some sort of a video. Yeah, I don't know who did that. That wasn't me. <laughs> I, was probably, I don't know if it was Mark or Todd. I don't know who it was. You know it wasn't you know, your other guitar player since he's not on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's not going to put out that effort. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's funny. But, you know, we've, we've done a lot of stuff. I mean, back in, you know, I've known him for, since he was 17 years old and even when we were in different bands, I mean, there was one point that we actually got into like a little side band, you know, because he was doing his uh, morning tree. No, it was the Kevorkians. Kevorkians. Then. Yeah. And, and you were in Sybils and Sybils. And then Mark started kind of messing around with Mzadi a little bit. So then me and Jeff decided, and, and it was sometimes it was Travis, other times John. it was John. I mean, we that's... put together a little band we called the Balloon Snipers, <laughs> and we just Scott sang. He wasn't even a singer yet; right. he was the bass player. <laughs> right. And me and Jeff and I were lead singers in our original bands, and we didn't want to be lead singers; we just wanted to play. Yeah. So he sang, and we played, and, and it, it yeah, was fun. It was, it was fun. We we were we did some crazy stuff. You know, we had little nicknames, and everything had to sniper be sniper nine. Had to be like, sniper beta. <laughs> yeah, and then and then we would like. Uh, or was it Sniper Lights? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so I think I, I was smoking normal <laughs> lights or something back then. Oh, uh, we could tell you all kinds of stories dating back to when we were 17. He, yeah. was, he, he actually went on the road with uh, our band, Bones Barkus. We had a, there was a band called Oliver Magnum from Enid. And they kind of took us under their wing back in 1988 and got us playing the rock theater here in Tulsa with them. And we ended up buying their, uh, buying their tour, their tour bus from them. And it was a school bus and it was purple. They painted it purple and they had put a wall in the middle of it and they put the equipment in the back and they carpeted and put bunks in the front half. And so we bought that bus from them and we took it to Colorado Springs and played and we took it to El Paso and a couple other places in Texas. And we took him with us you know, yeah. a couple times and he, yeah. and he, and he did, you know, stage stuff you know and whatever what's whatever he needed to do was guitar tech well <laughs> on, well there would have hippie chris was the guitar tech and then he decided to drop off or he, he moved or something Sorry. so then i i got it to be the guitar tech guy and then there was one point i was like stage guy guitar tech light guy 
and the smoke guy. Because <laughs> back then, everything, you know, there was no programs. Again, we're, we're 18 yeah. years old, playing in, we're in 21 clubs in Colorado <laughs> and Texas, stuff clubs we shouldn't even have been in. Right. <laughs> um, so there's some good stories from those trips. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis and Joplin. And the weird thing about him and I, and I say, I tell, I tell him this, and I tell Mark this too, him and I are still teenage like in our, Sorry, our, our personality. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, and all the, most of the people we've grown up with have grown up and become boring, and, <laughs> and, and you know, and and I I don't know. I love to, I love, and so when I get around my band, I still want it to be like that. I'm still like that, you know. But they're you know they're all family men. It's not my son's grown. I don't have a family now. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have a wife. I'm you know hell. They're my family, and I want to have fun. So you know, I revert back to eighteen year old me and. And he, you're kind of like that too. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, we get together. We're kind of silly and kind of like. So I appreciate that about Scott. Yeah, it's it's been a hell of a ride, man. We've done some pretty crazy stuff, um, like especially during the the sniper days. But we used to, um, I would just talk about music and just just hang out all 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 night long, man, and just. Do some, you know, streaking. Steal my clothes and leave me at the pool thinking I won't get out naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just being wild. But, uh, I mean, we have some wild streaks. We, we've... Uh, Switching the laundry out in laundry yeah. machines. And we're all Gum. sports fans and we all, you know, talk about our own. I mean, he's got his Padres hat on. and So we're, we're all in into sports quite a bit, you know. It's, it's a big passion of ours, yeah. you know. Like, do you guys got some near sports teams too? You know? Oh, my sports teams have broken my heart. <laughs> yeah, the LA Chargers. <sighs> the Padres. That broke my heart. Oh, that yeah, broke moved, my yeah. heart, man. Like a girl, like a girl. <laughs> Not joking. And Sorry. of course, my baseball team might as well be a AAA team. <laughs> Sorry about Molina. That sounded like it hurt. What's up? Uh, Yadier Molina. Oh yeah, you know, I read that today, and I just it hurt reading it. What happened? I saw him? it happen. I mean, it's, I guess a a pitch, wild pitch or whatever, kind of bounced up and got him in the Yahoo, and <laughs> he's got to have surgery. It, jammed his junk. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he, he got surgery. up and walked away, but then when he got home, it all swelled up. Oh, so then he had to go and have it lanced. Oh, yeah. See, see. Oh, see. Thanks. Look, if I had to go through it, so were all you. <laughs> ah, like, yeah, and, and so he's out for like a month. Right. Well, six weeks. Long yeah. Ugh. They said after <laughs> the surgery, he said he felt a lot better. Oh, man. <sighs> Holy cow. You know what? I, I, on second thought, I'm sorry I brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what? we... We're going to really look forward to playing Rocklahoma. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of people who are getting really amped up for it. And um, I'm going to be there supporting these guys and, you know, all the Tulsa acts, you know, First Strike. and But, uh, you know, all these guys are my best friends in, for, in uh, Dead Metal Society. And I think before you guys, is it uh, the Dead, Dead something? Uh, Yeah, something Dead. Uh, daisies, monkeys, I'm not sure. <laughs> dead Girls Aca- Academy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you got there. Dead Girls Academy and then you got Dead Mel Society. Right? <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. You guys should like all wear like death makeup. Right. <laughs> yeah, hey, I might come out in death yeah. makeup anyway. Uh, right? I'm thinking about doing something crazy, something cool like that, but I'm thinking, man, five o'clock, we're still sober. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be, the sun's going to be out, you know? Yeah. 
Maybe if it was at night, I might do some some kind of cool. Paint I have a brand new thing. mask. I haven't worn yet. I haven't worn any masks in a couple months. Saving up for Rocklahoma. I got a new one, sparkly silver. All right, on. <laughs> I <laughs> like that kind of shit again. Again, going back to the ghost thing, I love that yeah. kind of stuff, man. Nobody else in my band will do that. Will yeah. do that though. So they sometimes tell me to take it off. They want to see the, my, you know, they want to see my. I'm like, why? Why do you want to see my face? What do you care? <laughs> the only thing is, it sometimes makes it hard to sing backups. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, though. I like the, the I like the, the way it looks. So what bands on Friday are you guys looking forward to seeing? The Cult, for sure. Yeah, I've never seen The Cult live. Oh, man. They're, Rough Cut. They're great. Rough Cut. Are they playing? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amir to Rock. Amir to Rock. Hey, I think they... Orgies come out. Yeah, they're getting back, getting back to going. Yeah, orgy is, huh? Like the you want to hear something crazy? Shit. I yeah. played Edge Fest '98, and that was the very first, first time I, I ever played that. live. Yeah. Then I played the Birthday Bash 2001 and played with them again at that show. So wow. that was kind of a trip. Yeah, nice. <laughs> they played a uh, no. Who was it? The Flies. That's, the Flies was the other band we played with on Edge Fest. They yeah. played Crazy Train at the very end. Uh huh. <laughs> we opened up. We did the so the Sammy Hagar it was the Cat Fest. That's uh, yeah, in we Oklahoma were, City at the Expo yeah. Square Pavilion, or, yeah. or I don't know. Was that was fun? Called. Or is that that, that baseball was a, field? Wasn't it? Yes. Or that all-star sports club. Yes. We yeah. were there, man. We were there. Mine? Yeah. All sport. What was your first concert ever? Uh, mine was the Warrant Trickster Firehouse at the Pavilion. I was there. Tulsa. How about you? Same show. Same one. What about your first concert? My first concert was Kiss. I don't know who the opener because I was too young to know. That was the, on the Dynasty like Tour, seventy nine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was probably someone famous. <laughs> well, no, actually, the bands that one of them was called Breathless that opened up for them on the seventy nine tour, and then also <laughs> it, was, it was like Billy Squires band, Pipers. Pipers, shit, right? there you go, yeah. there you go. Yeah, he's right, absolutely. You know what's cool is like uh, my first one at, here in Oklahoma was at Kane's Ballroom, and it was it was Metallica, Wasp, and Armored Saint. <sighs> Jesus and I was Christ. there. I was there. I really liked Armored Saint. I had the March of the Saint album. And I thought it was good. I had the first Wasp album, and I still love that album. I didn't care about Metallica. I didn't honestly at that point. I didn't care about them. It was only Ride the Lightning, but they were. It was a Ride the Lightning tour, and Armored Saint came out, and then the announcer came out after them and said, "Due to an illness in the band, Wasp will not be performing tonight." I was bummed. Oh, so then Metallica comes out, comes out, and I got to see Cliff Burton play like six months before he died. Man, that was that's a trip. He broke a string on the first song too, man. Uh, yeah, that was cool. You know, yeah, I was thinking too. How many dead guys? Have you, I was thinking about this. How many guys that are dead now in those yeah. big bands have, have I seen? And I can only come yeah. up with two: Cliff Burton and Eric Carr. Yeah, I can't think of any other ones. Now, the two shows back in the day was that one, the, the Wasp, Armored Saint, and Metallica, and then it was Ozzy and Motley, Motley Crue. 84. Those were the two big shows that people, and they still talk about yeah. those shows even today. And and I guess because it was just so, yeah, you know, at that time, <coughs> everyone was... New yeah. on the scene, Motley Crue's coming out, you know, before they made it, you know, and then you got Metallica coming to the Canes, and then Wasp not showing up, you know, it's just, I always hear about those two shows, like, even today. What I heard about the Wasp show is that Chris Holmes was wasted drunk, and nobody was sick. Yeah. Really? That's what I heard back in the day, someone told me many years later, you know, um, 
Wow, I never knew that. Whatever, though. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, you're talking about, you know, it was the, those are the shows that everyone was talking about. That's what this, the Priest, Saxon, Black Star Rider show, they had that vibe. But then yeah. the, I was disappointed at the crowd there, though. It seems like it like wasn't that full, man. It seems like it wasn't all the way full. Wow, I, you figured it would be because, man, Ralph Halford sounded fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah fucking amazing. I was yeah. just looking at Mark going, oh, my God, yeah. man. It was, that was like, that was a metal show. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was just like, wow, so this is a metal show. I forgot, I forgot all about <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, you know what I mean? I yeah. forgot, exactly. I forgot that's, how that's cool. Kind of what I'm, yeah, what I'm saying. Forgot how cool this was. Did yeah. you guys ever see any shows at the River Park Amphitheater? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, we saw the Rock Never Stops thing. Oh, that was at the Amphitheater? Too? Well, one of them was with huh. uh, right. Firehouse and Quiet Riot so, uh-huh. and fucking Rat. Your rat and Cinderella. G and Cinderella, yeah. Yeah, Rat was, had Jizzy Pearl as their singer then. Yeah. We saw the... Karabi was playing rhythm. Yeah, him. yeah. That's right. We And we saw the um, the Megadeth Corn and Fear Factory show where everybody jumped in the water and was trying to swim up on stage. Huh. And so they just... They shut the whole show down. What was really? this? Yeah, Megadeth, Corn, like on their very first tour. Wow. Flotsam and Jetsam and Fear Is that Factory. Amphitheater still out there? No. no. Remember they... Just like Didn't a year somebody ago. somebody buy it or something? Ugh, yeah, like a year ago, they auctioned it off. Yeah. Really? Wow. They only got like, it went for like 600 bucks or something, but it, the problem was that if you bought it, you had to get it out of there and move Sure, it. So, yeah. Oh, you just put that, <laughs> the high bid was 600 bucks because then you had to play yeah. whoever knows how much thousands think, of dollars to haul that thing out of there. Oh my they, God. I don't know where they took it. Wow, that would be a task, man. Yeah, that would be. Holy shit. I saw, um, I saw... Two concerts there. I saw Nelson and Taiketo. Man, I want to go to that. For free. Someone, John Eirich, took me for free. He had tickets. The other show I saw was Ingve, Lita Ford, and Black and Blue. Wow. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah. And I was a huge Black and Blue fan. I loved yeah. Black and Blue. I loved yeah. I loved a few of... I loved Keel. I loved Black and Blue. I loved Y&T, man. Yeah. I loved yeah. those fans, man. Yeah. I've seen Trickster out there, and I forget who else it was. It might have been Warrant or Slaughter. I forget. But I remember Trickster was there, and uh, that was my first time to ever actually go to that yeah. place. Yeah. So I, I didn't know it was even. Remember David Lee Roth played out there once. Is that right? Wow. Yeah, huh. man. I, I saw the... him. I saw him in the Eat the Smile tour yeah. with Cinderella opening for them. Man, I wish I had money when I was young. Yeah. Uh, I could. Yeah. I would have went to all these cool shows. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of Black and Blue, one of my favorite things from Oklahoma was whatever <laughs> year. I guess it was the second year when Jamie St. James was singing for Warren. Yeah, and it was like five in the afternoon or something, uh-huh. so it's like a hundred degrees, and you know our seat was like at an angle, so you could see the side stage when he walked off stage, and he'd walk off stage between every song, and hair dry his hair because he was just sweating ass. But he would go and like put that in a hundred degree heat, put a hair dryer in his head, so his hair still looked good. Wow, between, <laughs> between every That's single song. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I still have an autograph from him because back in the day when I was 17, I went by Brian Bratt. And it, I have an autograph from It says, To Bratt, you bastard, Jamie St. James. <laughs> and I got it at the River Parks Amphitheater. Wow. <laughs> so when did they quit having shows there? Many years ago, right? Or yeah. Did, yeah. As far I mean, as I know. So it sat there for a long time. Yeah. Because I walked by there once a few years ago and it was just sitting there huh. rotten, I guess. I don't no know. shit. Yeah. I never knew. I never knew. I was wondering not too long ago what happened to that. Those were actually kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, it was a cool, cool venue. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why they decided not to keep figure it. figure someone would have bought it. And, and, yeah, or maybe it's just owned by the city because of the, where it's at. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. 
You guys ever seen any shows at the Cabaret on the fairgrounds? Yeah, I've seen Dawkins yeah. and Anthrax. I've seen Anthrax and Metal Church. I saw Dawkins and First Strike there. First Strike. Yeah. Dawkins. And then we're yeah. talking 86? Yeah, I was there. Wow. And it seems like I saw somebody else there, too. But then all the other ones I saw were at the Expo on the fairgrounds. Yeah. I saw Pantera and White Zombie there. Do you remember? I remember one went shit nuts and one on stage and shit. See, I never went. There. Remember Queensrÿche and all... Suicidal Tendencies? Yeah, they play there. No, I think I think that was might have been the Pavilion. Yeah, the Pavilion. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was the first. I loved Suicidal back then because they were they were starting to go metal. You yeah, know? yeah, starting to go metal. And they were kind of punk at first, you know, kind of the yeah, schizophrenia. Nobody hears. I love that song. It's a great album. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's going to be fun, and we're looking forward to meeting a lot of new people yeah. this year. And um, like I said, I'm going to be there supporting a lot of these bands. Um, I There was one year that Icon played, and they were like, Icon's one of my favorite <laughs> wow. bands. That was like the second year. Icon, like, like, wow. Like Zebra and, and Axe and Icon. Wow. And, and you're like, where the fuck did what? they pull these yeah. guys from? Wow. You can pull that stuff on YouTube and and I'm telling you, man, they rocked. They were like in a one of those in the tents back then. Yeah. Now there's no tents. Yeah. You know? There's what, just the, elect, the electric boys didn't want none of that? Or, the, <laughs> yeah. or right. <laughs> right. Squeeze bees. Yeah, didn't get slick toxic out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tough and Odin. Jet Boy played Odin the was first there. Jet year. Boy. Wow, they played? Yeah. Wow. Didn't, didn't Tough play one of them? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's the guy that runs the metal slow site, huh? Yeah, is that yeah. tough guy? But yeah. nobody knew it for so long. Yeah, yeah. I love those twenty God, question interviews. Those are the yeah. fucking best. Oh, are they? I would just like refresh every day, waiting for a new. One. I know. Yeah. <laughs> do they still do them? I don't think so. I looked at it a year or two ago, and I think they do it like those are so awesome. Yeah, I love those, man. They're the yeah. best. <laughs> We'd be talking about those all week. The balls on that guy. I know. You know? I know. <laughs> I know. But you know, I mean, I, when the musicians were good enough sports about it, it was you know. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh man. You ever read any of those? Which ones? The Metal Sludge Twenty Questions. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> awesome man. I remember when it first came out. I mean, that was, everyone was <laughs> the on penis. That side. The penis chart. Penis chart. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh my god. Hey, I read it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but well, I guess we'll see you guys, Rock, Oklahoma. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right, man. Yeah, we thanks appreciate for, you guys doing this. Thanks yeah, for having thanks. us, man. Yeah. Thank we you. had a good time reminiscing. <laughs> Go yeah, you, hear some of these tunes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we had you on, and it was like episode nine. Yeah, yeah. That was, so that's, that, good. That, that's, uh, that's I can tell you, because I, I went through that breakup like a month before you guys came over, and I was still a mess. Um, it was almost three years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Episode nine. And that was when, like... It got fucked up or something. We had to do it again or something, right? Yeah. Oh, my what computer happened? crashed or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. Right. I, like, I remember. Yeah. And you guys have done with Jason, too, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. 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 You got one with Jason? I guess I didn't hear that one. That was really good. Yeah, he talked a lot about Caroline Spine. Like, we just were going to bring it up a little because we were fans, but we didn't want to, like, focus on that. But he just blurred it out. On about yeah, it. it was yeah. good stuff, yeah. He's got great stories. He can tell you stories. Yeah, he can talk about Kiss and all that. Oh, no. He can, I can, he, he can tell you stories about his family going to parties at OJ's house. Yeah. And uh, he's got a scar on his head where they were at a pool party at OJ's house, and OJ had a little dog, and Jason tripped over it and fell and hit his head outside the pool. He knew Nicole. and he and Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to ask him about that. 
<laughs> when the when the uh, <laughs> the well, what's his name? Jello Pops guy. Oh, Bill Cosby. Yeah, Bill Cosby. Sorry, <laughs> Jello Pops guy. Uh, Jello and put him. <laughs> when they, his verdict came out, I don't know. We were talking to him, uh, me and Jana, and was talking to Nine, and uh, I think Jana goes, "Did uh, did Jason ever like grow up, or did he was grow up around <laughs> Bill Cosby?" Bill Cosby. <laughs> his reply was. Oh, I think he bathed him once. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the one thing about Nine, man. He's He's got some... He's, he's real witty. And he'll just come up with some crazy shit sometimes. You'll ask him a question and um, he'll just come out. I'm a kid at heart. No, I told you I'm a professional sar- sar- I'm a f- professional smartass. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm good at it. I've always... I've often for years and years thought, where can I apply this in what field? <laughs> you know, I could probably write for something or something. I don't know. But music's my love, so. Oh, yeah. Nice. Right. Thanks, guys. I would, no be a, I would be a jester back in the the day, old days of yore. <laughs> I'd be a jester. There you go. Scott Squires, nine. Nine's from Dead Metal Society. Scott Squires, of course, is from Down for Five. He's also got the band Rocket Science, where he's the vocalist. And he's a phenomenal vocalist as yes, well. Yes, he is. Thank you to both of them for taking the time to do this. You know, it was like Scott had brought this up a while back. He's like, why don't we get me and someone from Dead Mouse Society to do a joint interview, yeah. you know, before. And we're like, yeah, let's just make it the Rocklahoma preview episode since both these bands are playing. Exactly. And, you know, we, we, we talked about probably during that interview or even, but I know afterwards how it was just more of like just dudes sitting around talking. Yeah. You know, because they got great stories. They got great viewpoints on stuff. Uh, you know, we all like, you know, a lot of the same kind of music. So it was, it was a great discussion. It really was. Yeah. They've both been through it, been through it all. Yes. Yeah. No fucking shit. And they're both true, you know, fucking rock, yep. rock guys, you know, for sure. You know, speaking of dead metal society, like we talked about there in that interview, Kiss. These guys are all big fans of Kiss. That's right. Scott is as well. Go back here a couple months ago, we had a Kiss Every album in a row episode where we discussed the entire catalog with CJ from Grind. Yes. That was a pretty fun one. But Dead Metal Society, Mark Mortensen, you know, kind of spearheaded this, produced it and everything. And then the guys from Dead Metal Society did the majority of these songs and some of the other songs that they recorded. Other guys sang, like Scott mentioned, you know, Scott sang Shout It Out Loud. And um, Jana plays a solo on a couple of songs. Yeah. but what we're about to play for you here is just the DMS guys, Todd Edwards on vocals, Jason Gilardi, Nine, and Mark Mortensen on guitars. And this is a million to one.
A million to one, originally from Lick It Up. <laughs> That's one of the the highlights of the the '80s version of Kiss. That's a great song. Yes, yes, it is. Todd Edwards has a great fucking voice, and this band. You know, we've heard we heard all the songs. Scott played them for all of, for us. You know, Mark sent us a few of them, and they they fucking nailed it. Yeah. I mean, you listen to some yeah, of these they did. when they start, you can't even tell that it's. I know they, it's not Kiss, and when it starts, you know. Yeah, sometimes. well, they nailed their parts. The fucking production is out of this world. Yeah, you know, it's like he needs to look into fucking, you know, doing work for other bands or something. That'd be cool because that production was insane. Yeah, maybe he will. Maybe he'll produce the next Zen Hipster CD. Oh God. Which, Getting the, the balls, way, the wheels at, rolling. At Thunder Underground Fest. Oh, yeah, that band will be at Thunder Underground Fest. <laughs> I saw another Thunder Underground Fest band last night. That's right. The Shame. That's at, right. At Barkingham Palace. It was great. Yeah. The Shame, phenomenal yeah. punk rock and roll. That's right. Oi, the Shame. So, yeah, Thunder Underground Fest. October 19th and 20th <laughs> at the Shrine in Tulsa. That's right. 17 bands. Can't go wrong. We'll talk about that at a later date. Yes, but. yes. <laughs> But it's it's our podcast. We can go off on a tangent if we want. Yeah. But go over to thethunderunderground.com. Check out all our stuff. We've got a lot of reviews. Every podcast is on there. You can listen to the past ones. You can also find them on SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes. SoundCloud.com backslash thunder-underground. Just dig through there. I mean, several of the bands playing Rock, Oklahoma. Seven Dust. John Conley's been on here. The guys from Soil have been on here. Um, I'm trying to think. CJ Pierce, like we mentioned, from Drowning Pool and As Above, So Below has been on here. Yes. A bunch of the bands playing the campgrounds we've talked about. Oh, yeah. Of course, Scott and Nine have both been on here before. We talked about Kiss just a minute ago. Gene Simmons and Bruce Kulik have both been on here. That's right. We talked about Poison and Vince Neil and all that kind of stuff. We've had on guys from, like we said, Chris from Dokken. Fed on guys from Firehouse, Warrant, Trickster, Urian Axe, yeah. yeah, Taiketo, all that great stuff. And we've had on guys from the heavier stuff like Death Angel. Fuck, I'm drawing a blank all of a sudden. Tommy Victor from Prong last That's week. That's right, yeah. It, who shared it three times. Thank you, Tommy Victor. Yeah. Profusely, thank you. Hell yeah. Biff Byford from Saxon, Ricky and Damon from Black Star Riders and Thin Lizzy. The list is pretty long now people I know I know we're pretty proud of yeah 172 episodes you can go back and check out Rocklahoma's this week like we said we'll be out there yes we're on row a we've got a massive banner come by get a free sticker free bracelet give us a donation for a t-shirt that's right is it a11 or av11 it's a v11 thing yeah I never can people usually don't say the two ways so I get paranoid like what if I tell somebody the wrong fucking thing there I don't know if in GA if they have I think it's all numbers, but and I, people just drop the V off when they're talking about the VIP rows. I think I half the you. time, but yeah, I mean literally it's that that middle row and there's a big giant tree right there. Yep, right behind the right behind the backstage and the main stage. Yep, you'll see Trent's FJ and you'll see my black egg. That's right, the black egg. Black egg with the Houston Astros license plate. I'm not taking the FJ. I'm taking that red truck right there. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Red <laughs> red truck, red yeah. truck. It's not to be confused with Cole Chambers' big truck. Oh, yes. You know... Big truck! Why can't we... You know, let's try to do that every episode. 
try to find a cold chamber reference. Okay. Let's do this. We could pull it off. I'm sure we could. If it wasn't just cold chamber, I could mix in some devil driver or something. Why references. not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We're pretty much on all the stuff. We got anything else we need to get into other than say happy thir- third anniversary? Yeah. Yeah. Happy third anniversary to you too. Yeah. Here's the three more or four more or five more. I say let's go for seven more. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. The final episode, seven years from now, after ten years, will be James fucking Hatfield. I close hope shot, so. Close shop down. One day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week with our Rocklahoma review. We've also got an episode with Sean from Boba Flex coming up soon. Yes. Which is pretty cool. And they've actually played Rocklahoma in the past themselves. All right. Until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all.